Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Back everyone to another episode of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Nick Mason. With me, as always, is my co-host Nick Mason. Well, you're also known as Nick Mason. We're both Nick Mason this week, in the spirit of Easter. Are you stealing my identity? <laughs> is that what's happening here? Yes. Why? I was, was going to edit. Why? <laughs> Why would you want it? I don't know. Just mixing it up. You know yeah, what I mean? It's the spirit of Easter, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, Jesus did run a heist on on the Roman Empire, I guess. Exactly. And then the, when they went to find him, he wasn't in the tomb. That's right. He'd already made away with all the gold or whatever yeah. he did. And in the tomb, just a bunch of porno books, like in Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> They're like, "What's going on here? What's, what's going on?" Anyways, of course, my real name is Mr. Sunday, which is not my real name. Oh. But I'm also known as James, which is my real name. That is true. Or is it? I mean, wow. it might not be, but it is. Uh, so just- all right, first of all, how's, how's, how's your mental health this week, James? Oh, good, Mason. I'm okay, not going to- uh, Look, I'm all right. Uh, in all honesty, yes. uh, Claire's 100 years pregnant mm. and is due in the next few weeks. That's true. Uh, it's very difficult being super pregnant. And we also have a four-year-old and also doing this job. And also we're all locked up together. And you're dealing with a man with the mental state of a four-year-old, which is me. Exactly. So, Which is why I'm going to steal your identity. People don't know this, but <laughs> any number of times you have to pause the podcast and start again because I see something shiny <laughs> or like some keys rattle or but, like a, some blocks. Yeah, his block tower will fall over and he cries. That's right. <laughs> So yeah, I just wanted to quickly mention up top that I did an interview with Michael Shanks, not the guy from Stargate. Oh, I wish wow. he plays the James Spader character. I think no, he's the nerd. I think which was the James Spader character. Wasn't oh, he, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know anything about Stargate. I saw him get interviewed once at a com- comic convention, like in real life. Yeah, in real life, because he's that guy who's like he's just an actor. Yes, yeah, sure. I mean he's not just an actor. They're the greatest heroes we have. But I think he is just an actor. But he, but he, you know, he's very. He was very funny and charming, and people would ask him questions about, you know, you know, what's what are some, what are some pranks people played on set, and like sure. what's your favorite episode to record, and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then some guy came up with like a really elaborate <laughs> law quick because you know the 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 Stargate law involves like gods and space and time and oh, whatever. Yeah. And he was like, and he and he just asked this very very long two or three solid minute question. Oh wow! And then and and then Michael Shanks was like. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Great is the answer to that. I don't know. Anyway, this isn't the Michael Did people Shanks. laugh? Yeah, they yeah, did, yeah. That poor at guy. That, at that poor guy. Yeah. 
It was me. It was you. Yeah. yeah, that's I right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the other Michael Shanks who people might know uh, from a number of things. I yes. always mention this up top because everybody's seen it, but he did the Force Awakens George Lucas special edition trailer. He did. That's right. Like yeah. Millions and millions. But of other views. lesser known things, he uh, he's done an Auntie Donna sketch. Yes, that's where they which learn is magic. Incredibly funny. Yeah. Uh, he does. Yeah. So he's this. He yeah. does a lot of visual effects and yes. stuff like that. He also did... Uh, time Trap is an amazing short film yeah. about an alien and time travel. He also did a a, a mini-series yes. on TV called The Wizards of Oz. Yes. Uh, about wizards. It's about wizards who live in Australia. Yeah, yeah. that's right, or come to Australia. And he, anyway, his latest short is rebooted. It stars... A, a, it's called Rebooted. It's called Rebooted, sorry, yeah. yes. They it's haven't a, rebooted it before it came out. It's an out-of-date stop-motion effect, as in a skeleton, which they yeah. actually stop-motioned, comped into the re, into real world, into yeah, the right. real world. Uh-huh. And it looks incredible. Yeah, he's like a yeah. Ray Harryhausen, Clash yes. of the Titans kind of skeleton. And so I basically talked to him about how his career got started, because he started on The Escapist when he was 17, mate. He got a job there, and yeah, then yeah. how his career's progressed, and how he's kind of making waves in Hollywood and all those kinds of things. And now he does all these special effects and music. It's up now. It's fascinating. So I recommend You also it. started on The Escapist. I did have like a... Br- no, I had like a... I mean, like in the sense that you saw a guy something. doing some videos on it and you're like, oh, I can do that. Oh, yeah. that's right. No, they did interview me once for something. Right, I was a go. highlight for them. They didn't pay me for a year to do a web series. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Because <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me and Michael Shanks. Well, all the Michael Shankses are more talented than me. Wow. Even though one of them's just an actor. Oh, wow. <laughs> But that's still better than any regu- regular man, isn't yeah, that's it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I recently rewatched the skeleton fight. The skeleton fight in uh, in Clash of the Titans. It's good. It's amazing. For it the really time. is. It's astounding. I also did a video on it, sort of, or touched on it yes. about green screen and whatever. You that's probably didn't right. see it, but that's another here nor there. So there's a video version, which is about 25, 26 minutes, uh-huh. with images of the things that we're talking about. And then there's an extended version when we talk more about funding and it's just kind of the whole thing's a little bit more fleshed out, mm-hmm. which is on the podcast feed and also on, on the Weekly Planet YouTube channel. So uh, well worth a look, I think. But hey, it's totally up to you. Here's something that's not worth a look. Did you ask him all the tough questions? I, still, I couldn't stop just hammering with questions. <laughs> he was crying at the end. It was yeah. crazy. I was crying. It was crazy. It was really emotional for both it's, of it's us. It's really great. Yeah. So <laughs> you really, yeah, he really didn't enjoy it. Neither did I. But it's out there, you know. <laughs> well, people will enjoy your pain, so that's that's good. Exactly. Now, what 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 isn't emotional, James? I'm segueing uh, back in. Uh, is that what I said? No, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, Ezra Miller was filmed uh, choking a person. Oh yeah, that's quite emotional. So uh, this was confirmed by Variety that it was at a bar and he was agitated and the fans were kind of a little bit pushy and, and at the end of it he ended up on video choking a woman and kind of pushing her to the ground and, and yeah. there was this sense of like is this a joke is this a bit apparently not apparently it's a thing that that happened and is out there yeah wow so look like like with this and the amber heard situation with johnny depp which we talked about when that took a turn where it turns out that it was it seems like it was her responsible for a lot of the mm-hmm. basically the whole thing was a lie the the things that she accused him of i don't really want to get into this every week no. you know because i don't want to do a running commentary and the, and the facts change week the facts to week change well. yeah and i don't want this to become like in an update to this horrible story we apologize <laughs> but we'd like to retract our apology yeah. but we are prepared yeah. to apologize again next week cuz i like we have made the mistake of jumping the gun and in particular, that Johnny Depp thing I'm talking about. And I don't really want to fall into something like that again. Also, this is not really what I really want this show to be about, like celebrity horrible gossip. Celebrity hard talk. <laughs> that's right. That's what it yeah. is. This show is exclusively for making <laughs> Michael Shanks cry, and that's it. That's yes. our bread and butter. That's right. So, yeah, so, I mean, if there's a massive update, like, you know, they recast or whatever, of course we're going to come back yeah. to it. But, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at with it. I, I don't I, – I only really saw, like, a clip that was maybe – 10 or 20 seconds That's long. it. That's, That's it, right. The clip, so yeah. so evidently yep. or apparently there was more to that. 
Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. So, look, it doesn't look good, no, does it? Obviously. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. But also, if maybe maybe you don't want fans to come up to you and, and accost you. Maybe don't dress in the same <laughs> colour as your most famous character on the silver screen. Sure. Just don't the guy it. from Grindelwald involved. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Don't, wear, don't have that haircut. Don't have that haircut. So, anyway, I don't know what that means for the future of him. Probably no. bad, I'd imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll just kind of see how that develops when it does. Or, or if it just, or fades, it just away. fades away. Which, which it, it also does like all currently, the time. Chris Brown is just out there in yeah. the world. But also, yeah. and, and look, and now, if anything, like there's, there's you know, celebrities could just, just disappear. Yeah, you know? just, exactly. The very concept of celebrities. I mean, they're better than us, but, you know, especially and better at disappearing. Yes, so. that's right. Yeah, especially yeah. ones who are magicians also right. part-time. Yes. Yeah. I watched the um, David Copperfield, like he goes through his greatest things that he does, oh, magic yes. things. Magic things, sure. It was really fascinating because I always thought like, I don't like this guy with his stupid hair and his stupid shirts and whatever, uh, yeah. you know, and he's, and he's leaping Now you're like, about. I love this guy and his stupid face. Yeah, and stupid pretty much. Shirts. Yeah, And I was, it was just really fascinating. And oh. I'm like, this guy seems all right. So, I feel like a lot of his greatest or his most famous tricks though. Were in the 80s? Were in the 80s and also were just camera tricks. It's yes. like, I'm going to make the Statue of Liberty disappear. Yeah. Now let's all move over here. <laughs> Nobody look. Move the camera and then we'll move it back. I think once one of the times, and it might have been the Statue of Liberty, it might have been the time he disappeared that plane mm-hmm. where all the people around it, or was another thing, were blindfolded. And oh, I'm okay. like, well, this isn't anything, is it? Do you know what I mean? Sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're there and you're blindfolded. Uh-huh. Like, right. for the sake of realism, we're using real people, but they're blindfolded. What? Mm. Now, we're, we're going we're gonna to make the Statue of Liberty disappear, and then, and as a result, you'll feel a gust from the East Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel it, blindfolded people? <laughs> <laughs> My God, he is magic. How does he do it? I don't know. Tricks. Oh, it's tricks, yeah. It's, it's a, a lot of tricks. It's a bunch yeah. of tricks is what yeah. it is, yeah, ultimately. Don't get me wrong, I love magicians. I, it's weird how people are like, that's fake. Yeah, it's all fake. Magic isn't real, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Wow. It's a trick. You'll say anything. <laughs> I will, won't I? Yeah. Oh, and happy I'll... Easter, by the way. I forgot to say that. Happy Easter to everyone. Everybody out there. Bona a... Pasqua, if you're in Italy specifically. That's mm. the only other, uh, I don't know it in other countries. Yeah. But uh, did you, I asked you before the show, but did you get egg? No, but I had egg in had my, egg, in my yeah. fridge already. I just Honestly. happened to have some egg. Yeah, good. It's yeah. good to get egg. It's really good to get egg. I hope everybody got egg out there. Yeah. Or didn't get egg. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't want this because I'll eat it. It's a good point if you're staying egg free. Yeah. The, you know. I've been egg free since 2003. You know that, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Because it rhymes. That's right. That's how I know. It's not true, but it, but it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a trick. How wow. was it? Mm. Was it good a trick? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> good. Incredible. I know you're going to love this because you are the one who's in love with the characters from the, the animal Robin Hood. No matter how many times you <laughs> say it. The, the evidence points in the other direction. The evidence points to you accusing me of that the first time we brought it up. And then you going, yep, you got me. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> I, was, I said something along the lines of, I bet it awakened things in a lot of furries, which again, I don't have a problem with. Okay. Be, do whatever thing that the thing is that you're interested in. Your thing is what they're interested yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. there you go. So you would know, Mason. Or yeah, I, I would know. With, yeah, because I hang out with you and you're always <laughs> talking about it. So anyway... That movie from yes. 1973, whenever it came out, it's getting a remake. Yes. When I first heard it, like, it said, like, Robin Hood's getting a reboot. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with this? Right? <laughs> because we just, we just had one, yeah. Didn't we just do this four but times? we didn't have a, an animated adaptation, which is going to use probably, one would hope, like anthropomorphic, like computer animated versions of the ones from the cartoon. More Zootopia than yeah. Lion King. Right. Right? Because <laughs> how are they going to hold the little bows and arrows? How are they going to be sexy? 
is the thought you're having. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it was not and it, won't, it shan't be. But it's interesting that's where your mind went. No, no, I'm saying what you were thinking. No, I wasn't thinking that. Oh, okay. I was thinking about their little bows and arrows. Okay, sure you were. Yeah, and the little sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. I, and where's he put his little badge? I, I assume know. he has one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So uh, Carlos Lopez Estrada, who directed the film Blind Spotting, which I haven't seen, it's apparently it's incredible, from a few years back, is going to be directing, genuinely, uh, without talking about who accusing each other of who who thinks it's sexy or not, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are either of us interested in this in a non-sexual way? Because I know this seems like it's <laughs> like I'm leading you into a trap. Seems like a trap. But I'm not. I can even go first, even though that is me falling into my own trap. And okay, go for it. I think this is a decent idea. Wow. Because you can update it mm-hmm. and you can use the technology that's been built upon in a property that wasn't recently remembered What as you're well. saying is you want to wear a VR headset and go into the <laughs> sexy world of Robin Hood animated. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Just to clarify, I didn't wow. say but any of that. you made the universal hand gesture for I'm going to put on a VR headset and go into the sexy world of the Robin Hood animated I didn't say movie. sexy world. You said sexy world. Wow. Yeah, so anyway, we'll just, what, what do you think though? I don't... I mean... Is it a better idea than like The Lion King Aladdin is my point? I mean, maybe just because it's less popular and fewer people would know about it. Mm. Uh, But I think people our wage know about it and then would take their kids to it. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the... Zootopia did well. That's true. I I guess that's it. I I guess it's just a market for it. But I've never understood the through line of why a Robin Hood and his merry men portrayed by animals. Like, what's the... Maybe that... Would they just... Couldn't they just do an animated version where they're humans? No, because oh, okay. it never works. Okay, you notice right. how every time they do Robin Hood with yeah. humans, it doesn't work? That's true, but what if they're animated? Yeah, but even then, uh, do you yeah. want to see a CGI human Robin Hood movie? Yeah, he's got a big jaw. Yeah. He's got a big jaw and a little big hat. Jaw. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's pointy all over his head, isn't he? Yeah, in every direction. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's yeah. right. Because then you get something like live action, not live action, you get something like Shrek. Remember Robin uh-huh. Hood was in that? I hope it's a computer anim- it's like a computer animated version of maybe one of the Errol Flynn Robin Hood ah, movies. It's a good movie, probably. Yeah. And because then they could add some drunk physics to all the characters. Oh, my goodness. Because all the actors were drunk all the time. They were drunk all the time. There's some good sword fighting in that, though. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen it in a long time, but that was the definitive version. Or I think it still is for a lot of people. What about the Jamie Foxx version? I don't hate it, if I'm honest. I don't, I don't remember hating it I don't either. hate it. I, I don't think fine. I would be able to sit through it again. Oh, no, I'm not watching it ever again. No. But, you know, I think I think that movie's fine. Mm. Mm. But it not might, sexy. Interesting. It might be the sexiest version we ever get, though unlikely with this coming out. Said you. That was all you think. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't over. This is, we're going to do sexy Robin Hood news every week. <laughs> so Taika Waititi is talking about Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. He did a live stream of um, uh-huh. whatever, that other, the other Thor movie he did. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. And ba- basically he talked about how uh, you know, he went through the process of that. He also leaked a fake image of the next Thor movie and Tony okay, Stark's yeah. in it. Or I don't know if you saw it. I didn't it's, see it. It's no. pretty funny. But, but he presumably just found it off the internet? No, I think he made it up, but it's okay, just like cool, a ridiculous right. thing. But yeah, so he said, this is what he said about the new one. It's over the top now in the best way. It makes Ragnarok seem like a really run-of-the-mill, very safe film. This new film feels like we asked a bunch of 10-year-olds what should be in a movie and just said yes to everything. Uh, we do touch on Korg's, how should I say it, culture, where he's from, a few of the cultural specificities of Cronin's. If you look in the comics, there's some stuff about how they procreate. Huh. 
Smashing rocks together? I don't know. I have to look into that, obviously. Like yeah. You would. Yeah, that's something I do find sexy. I'm very open to that. You know that, Sexy Mason. rock man, absolutely. Remember that no wonder we story? Did, no wonder we Giant did, rock man. No wonder we did the Fantastic Four movies <laughs> for Caravan of Garbage. No oh, yeah. wonder. The last one's coming out on Tuesday. Cool. And thank God, because then we, we're done, right? Yeah, I'd never want to watch them again. <laughs> and again, there's some positives out of maybe the, the middle two. Yeah, but I no, don't I want to watch him ever again. I think there is small positives out of all of them, but there is not even if you combine all the best elements, there's not a good movie that you could no make out of. That, but in learning elements. a lot of the facts about the most recent Fantastic yeah. Four movie, so much good stuff they took out. Yes, Isn't that, that's, agreed. That, that is what astounds me. Yeah, and that's amazing to me also that you that, yeah and sexy mm. that we're still doing this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, we sure are. Yeah. What do you think about that? A completely off the wall version. Of I like Thor, it more so. Yeah. I like Why not? It. I mean, it's. I think if you're going to do it, you go. It's kind of silly, yeah. right? Yeah, Why yeah, not? for sure. Lean and look, it. I wouldn't trust every director with that, but no. I would trust Taika Waititi. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Because the idea of like we made a movie that a bunch of ten year olds thought would think up. It's like that sounds bad. I read a lot of children's stories that children wrote when I was a teacher. Oh yeah. Like ninety eight percent of that is absolute garbage. <laughs> but see, I also trust. No, that's Taika, not actually. True. I also trust Taika Waititi mm. potentially to be like, "That's garbage," but we will put it in. Yeah, to and the make kid. it something. Yeah, right. yeah, totally. I read, saw recently. I think I watched a video. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a what culture video. It was about mm. how Natalie Portman really didn't want to be in Thor two. No, but obligated, obligated contractually. She that's did new information for me. Yeah, well, she also you know how she's in Endgame. Yes. They use footage that was taken out of um, that movie to uh-huh. put her in, but she did voice it. So at the time, I was like, "Why would she do, do just that?" Right? You know, and uh, well, this is why millions of dollars, millions of dollars, probably, and they're yeah, yeah, yeah. leading up to this. So. But do, can you remember? It's it's already gone out of my brain. Can you remember why she was contractually obligated? But they all sign off. Oh, they all sign for three. Okay, yeah. right, right, right. So I uh-huh. presume that's probably yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I think she, yeah, she only did. Well, if you include Endgame, yeah, I guess it's three. But yeah, she only did the first two. Yeah, really? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, a uh, friend of yours, Ronnie Cheng. Oh, a yeah. guy you know, Ronnie I Cheng. I know Ronnie Cheng, Is he a friend sure. of yours? Yes. Yeah, cool. Anyways, he's not going to listen to this and object to what I said, so. Good, thank God. <laughs> well, if he's a good friend, he wouldn't object anyway, would he? That's very true. Uh, apparently, he's joined the cast of Shang-Chi. This is according to Discussing Films. So that's exciting. So the guy's making waves in a big waves. Yes. That's cool. Have you seen his special on Netflix? Asian, I have. Asian Comedian yes. Destroys America. It's, it's very, very good. funny. Yeah. yeah, I like the title too. I remember years ago, and I probably talked about this, I think we went to a comedy show and he got up and did like 15 minutes and he just got people to yell Asian stereotypes at him and he debunked them in front of people just off the cuff. It was incredible. And at the time I was like, he's something, you know, other than the next guy who was like, what is going on with the trams in the area? And you're like, I find that offensive. I'm very offended by it. (laughs) That's really good. Well, he was in like Crazy Rich Rich Asians. That's true, yeah. the, The Daily Show I think he's on, is he? Uh, not the Daily Show. Yes, he is on the Daily, oh, the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Whatever that is. Ronnie also has uh, his own theme. Yeah, uh, Eddie's theme from Crazy Rich Asians from uh, from Brian Tyler, who of course does a lot of the Marvel movie themes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. Excellent. Do you think he's going to be a comedic role, or do you think he's going to do some? Well, he crazy doesn't have time cr- to get his abs going. Crazy so. karate kicks. He looks pretty trim, though. Or maybe. I reckon he's got some stuff going on that we don't even know about. That's probably true. Mm. I think there's a lot of people that are on TV that you think they look like normal people, but then they're actually crazy fit for a regular person. But next to every other fit person on the on TV, That's they just true, look yeah. like normal people. You yeah, know what you're I mean? right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like when you see a basketball game, but everybody's like seven foot, but you know they all look 
regular size sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when, because uh, you know, Scrubs is back in the news because... Uh, and I don't want no Scrubs. Z- Zach Braff and, uh, and Donald, and Faison. Donald Faison have a podcast about... They're, just, they're, they're going through old episodes of Scrubs and yeah. talking about them. Uh, and I remember... A, just a running gag in that show was whenever Zach Braff would take his shirt off, everybody would laugh at him. <laughs> how about doughy how, he was. How, how doughy and scrawny he was. Except he wasn't. He <laughs> no. was very fit. Yeah. You know? The entirety of that show. Yeah. But not as fit as other people in that show. That's probably true, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, in other news, Bob Iger, your dad, that's still the joke we do, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, 100%. good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, still yeah, good, yeah. isn't it? I love it. I can tell by your reaction, your <laughs> delayed reaction. <laughs> But this is I was messaging Ronnie Chang, all right? Were you really? I'm getting to it. I'll I'll do it in a minute. I'll, we'll, we'll find out next week. Okay. He probably won't say anything. Okay. Is this on Twitter or do you have his uh, actual phone on, number? This is on Facebook. Okay, cool. Uh, Bob Iger says, uh, this is talking about the future of Disney Plus in the short term. He says, in terms of movies going ahead uh, after Artemis, Artemis Fowl, the chicken boy. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Going mm-hmm. Evil chicken so, boy, evil yes. chicken boy. There's going to be a few uh, more that we end up putting on the uh, directly onto Disney Plus, but for the most part, a lot of the big tentpole Disney films will simply wait for their slots. So he's talking about you know your Black Widows and your yeah, uh-huh. presumably whatever Star Wars in the couple of years we're getting, and we'll be fine by then hopefully. But yeah. I hope it's called whatever Star Wars though. Yeah, whatever Star Wars. I don't know. What are we up to? Eight? Do we do that one? Doesn't matter. <laughs> what it is is it's just every every year mm. they just. Whatever footage they've made for anything, yep. they get they get two hours worth, yep. and they just release it in, in cinemas. Perfect. And if they can't get, you know, if they're missing some stuff, they just get some comic panels and go, yeah, that's fine, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So you just go in and make this. There's usually they've they've designed a new droid, and it comes in, and people go, oh, cool. And then there's like a baby Yoda, and people go, oh. yeah, him, yeah. And then there's like some there's some like animatics for ships flying yep. around and stuff. And then a whole lot of books fill out all the backstory. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And there's maybe like uh, just some some actors in sweatpants swinging lightsaber yeah. sticks around. Incredible! Ah, oh. that's what I want. Any any whatever Star Wars, whatever Star Wars. Yes. I also agree. Here's something interesting about New Mutants because immediately a lot of people, including me, were like, "Oh, New Mutants!" So I did some digging on New Mutants, see what's going on. Oh yes, and I saw this on Fandom. Phantom Entertainment, but New Mutants legally has to go to cinemas because that's the deal that 20th Century Fox made with Disney when sending things over. Oh. So that's why everything we've got from them, come rain or shine, mostly yes. rain, mm-hmm. has ended up in the in the movies. And aside from that, HBO also have the streaming rights to that movie eventually. Okay. So even if they could put it on Disney Plus, they can't because HBO has that. Oh. So finally, big, some answers. Finally, some answers. So it's a big mess. Mm. But that's not to say that Disney couldn't put down the money to just buy all that out. Yeah. That being said, would they put any more money in this into this than what they need to? Absolutely not. So, no. you know, <laughs> it, again, it would not surprise me if they just clear it all and go, it's out and we're, you know, because yep. they're going to have to do another marketing budget for it anyway if it goes to movies anyway. Yep. So they'd weigh up that marketing cost towards That's true. putting this out. Oh, but oh my God, what a glorious day it'll be when we all emerge the shadows and we go, oh, first things first, one ticket to New Mutants, please. Oh my goodness. I, that, think th- I think that's all you'll need, honestly, as a marketing push. You just be like, it's a, a here mo- are some movies we're movie releasing. Yeah, well, you can see, see a, a movie, movie if you want, yeah. yeah. It'll be called Whatever Movies. Yeah. And you just buy a ticket yeah. and then you all get shoved into whatever cinema is yep. closest to you and you oh. just watch whatever you want. Ah, Speed 2. Right. I've seen this. <laughs> Hundreds of times. I, I watch haven't it, seen I watch it. it every day during <laughs> quarantine. I love it. I'm so glad of this. <laughs> Me too. So, anyways, uh, that's the New Mutants update. Oh Let's boy. never talk well, least, about that again. At least that's that we've closed the book. I feel some closure there. Yeah. Mm. 
No, you haven't. Just I, to clarify. No, I can't wait to see new. It's like the first Percy Jackson book. You've closed it, mm-hmm. but you've got three to seven more Percy Jackson books That's to read. That's very true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. An unknown number of books. Unknown number of books, right? <laughs> Nobody knows. No one knows. There you go. Uh, last bit of news. I wasn't going to put this in, but let's do it. Uh, Carrie Fukunaga, who's uh, um, no time to die. There's plenty of time to die because you know that joke we do? I remember the joke we do, yeah. Because the yeah. movie keeps getting delayed and we change the title. If the poster this week could just say that joke we do. <laughs> That joke we do every chance we get. <laughs> yes. Weekly Planet posters. Check them out on Twitter. Please do. Crushing it. Okay, so apparently that movie's in the can. It's done. And he said that when they put their pencils down and finished our post-production window. It was supposed to be out. It was supposed to be out by now. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, which was thankfully before COVID shut everything else down. Uh, so such a delay is to add... Uh, um, they could add some more polish, but the short answer is that money-wise, even though it's a big movie, they still weigh cost and value and... You know, you could tinker with it endlessly, but basically, he thinks it's great, and they're not putting more money into right, it. Right. So, so long story short, it's it's they've stopped. It's, it's it's a it's a movie that is finished. Yes. And whenever mm. I was going to say, whenever they can release it, they will. They'll release it on the assigned November, or November, whatever, whatever it is. Be, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of though, we I'm not sure I talked about this last week, but for the next episodes of Caravan of Garbage, we put up a poll on Patreon.com/slash Mister Sunday Movies. If you do want to chuck in the bucket, it really does help out the show to see what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Currently, the Brosnan Bond series are winning. That's right. Over Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo films. Okay, sure. So if people want to throw in a vote for that, yep. we'll see, that, that will start next week, whatever that ends up being. Cool. So there you go. Are you the, ready? The, the problem is, though, mm. with No Time to Die, yes. is that the, the only issue I will have is what, what it, when they release it in November, yeah. whatever like popular trending thing... Yes. It was occurring when they filmed No Time to Die will not be trendy anymore. Oh my God, what was trendy? It wasn't parkour. We did that already. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe they'll add a scene where Bond is in quarantine because <laughs> it's cool, you know? <laughs> oh, you know what it'll be? Bond will be in a front, Bond will be in a front-facing video <laughs> where he sings a song. That's what it'll be. To lift the spirits of MI6? Yes. Yeah. But they yeah. don't like it. No, they're like... Because maybe everybody hates him there. <laughs> and also, he's the only one they let out to do missions and stuff. That's Everybody true. else is stuck in um, in their house, you That's know? very good point. So he gets on Zoom and they're like, oh, this, this guy. guy. He's front-facing yeah. as At well. At least do it in a hotel room, Bond. But you're doing <laughs> it on the French Riviera or whatever. <laughs> Just on a gondola <laughs> filled with guns. Gun gondola. <laughs> he's a madman. A gondola. A gondola. <laughs> Remember the gondola that... Had wheels? Yeah, and it turned it into a speedboat or pig- something. No, it turned into a car. Yep. And then the pigeon did a double take. I remember. Of course I remember. Famous yeah. Bond moment that, from well, one that. of the Roger Moore ones. Yes. Yeah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, uh, we've got a topic, don't we? We do have a topic. And the topic, that well, actually, we've got a few suggestions because we did throw it out, Adam, patreon.com slash. I had a moment of panic there. You were like, we've got a topic. And I'm like, do we have a topic? Oh, no. God. <laughs> We're going to watch this mini-series. Oh, no. <laughs> so these are the things that we got throughout. This, there was a lot. There were hundreds. But Jake Jacobs says, History of death in comics. Characters who have died and come back multiple times. Are characters who are left better off dead and characters who stay dead. It's a good topic, topic but I feel like because we just did Robin, it's like maybe we'll, we'll probably come back to something like that. Uh, Andrew says, How about great intro comic books for people new to comic books? We've talked about that, and we will definitely do that. We'll probably that. in quarantine as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, Eddie just says, Bottle episode episodes sure not necessarily of this show but maybe (laughs) but yeah i would love to do that also uh i'd probably have to watch a few more than than what i've currently have we'll need a little ramp up yeah another ramp up yeah uh jamie wetmore says how about uplifting movies movies that might be a little cheesy but still make you smile and feel good about the world it's not the time for feeling good. It's That's time right. for feeling sad and staying at home. That's exactly good suggestion. right. suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Dana Vogue, Michael says, uh, if you want to continue your Brick kick, do an episode on the film Brick. Have you seen the film Brick? I love the film it's Brick. It's amazing. It's yeah. Anyway, we're not doing it on Brick either. No. The topic that we decided on was from Joshua who says, casting what ifs, i.e. Sean Connery was almost Gandalf in Lord of the Rings or Harrison Ford was almost Alan Grant in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great jumping off point for both of those. We've got some lists, don't we, Mason? We love lists. I've got an absolute banger for the end. Oh, do like a oh, soul-crushing okay. one for the person oh, no. associated with <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah, you're going to love it. That's, a good, that's some good sizzle right Just there. Just to clarify, the person is fine, but... That's good. When you hear the numbers that I'm talking about, everybody who hears this is going to shoot themselves. <laughs> And that's what we need in these trying times. I mean, because oftentimes when we do, a, say, a caravan of garbage about a specific movie, yes. often we'll talk about alternate castings and stuff like that. Totally. So I'm sort of good. I'm, I'm excited to kind of yeah just get them out there and really really chew on them. You Let's know, delve into that a little bit more. Yeah. So for those people who don't know, Sean Connery was offered the role of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. Mm. I think part of the reason that he turned it down was also because you have to live in New Zealand for 17 years while they film those movies. Right, yes. Uh, I think also the film benefits from not casting him because even though Ian McKellen is known, yes. he wasn't super well known then. No, he wasn't household yeah. name kind of. And he had kind of dropped off the map also because when he came out, because he came out quite early for an actor in, in those mm. days, he kind of disappeared for quite a long time. Like yeah, not right. re- like he was still always working and doing stage, mm-hmm. but he didn't kind of 
get elevated to the heights where he's at yeah, now uh-huh. until the late 90s, early 2000s That's with true. this and X-Men and a bunch of other projects he's done. But Sean Connery didn't understand it, so he didn't do it. Right. Yeah. But that's interesting because it's there's not a lot to, to not understand in Lord of the Rings. Sure. Like, I mean, ultimately... I mean, myth- do you think maybe he tried to read the book? Well, that might be <laughs> it because, you know, the mythology is quite complicated. Yes. And the, the history of, you know, the, the various uh, Middle Earth races is quite complicated and all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, it's a bunch of, like a band of friends get together to take a ring across a landscape and put it in a yes. in, in a in a volcano. That's he, it. He doesn't need to know all that other no, stuff. No, that's true. He yeah. just needs to know you're the wizard who helps. Right. Yes. <laughs> a bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you wave a stick. Yes. You get upset sometimes. <laughs> that's essentially it. Yeah. Occasionally, you're going to have to fall backwards onto a, a blue screen mattress, which we're going to pretend is an eagle, and we're going to draw an eagle in <laughs> later. That's all you need to know. It's Sean another Connery. thing you do not need to worry that's about. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he's suspicious though, because he's an old, you know, he's an old school. Oh, actor. totally. And you know, and he's done action and all sorts of stuff, sci-fi and fantasy yep. beforehand. But I imagine a lot of that was practical. Yes. And I imagine, you know, and a lot of the Lord of the Rings movies would have been practical as well. But there would have been stuff of, of like, this whole room is green screen. Absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, what's the end result going to be? Yeah. R- r- could be ridiculous. Could have been Lord of the Rings. Could have been The Hobbit. Could have been that they were like, you're going to have to wear this dress. <laughs> And he was Absolutely like, not. What exactly. do you think of my Sean Connery? This is unacceptable. Well, if you can, I'm sure this if you is can not stop good. playing Why those recordings of Sean Connery and do your impression, then I'd be able to evaluate it. Okay? I'm actually genuinely embarrassed. Like it was supposed <laughs> to be bad, but I still feel oh, no. bad about doing that because wow. it's, it's worse than I thought it would be. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, look, honestly, though, I think Ian McKellen is a much better choice mm. for multiple reasons. For one, he was able to come back as Gandalf for The Hobbit. He's a highlight of those movies. That's true. Even though they nearly broke him because that was mostly green screen. Sean Connery had long retired at that point. And, of course, there is the famous story that we've often talked about where he went on to do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mm. because he turned down The Matrix and he turned down Lord of the Rings. Orpheus he, in The Matrix, that's right? That's right, yeah. yeah. And maybe even The Architect. They might have even circled back around him for All that. Right. But... And then he, Sean, please. Yeah. I don't know why we keep asking you, but we will give you so much money. And yeah, just have to be a man mm. in a suit. You've done that before. Yes. You have to stand in a room. We'll put up an auto cue that says vis a vis concordantly, ergo. Just say the words. Say the words. We'll give you millions of dollars. That's right. Like, yeah. No, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> so that's why you did. Look at this bucket of chicken. You just have to dress like the man on the bucket of chicken and say some complicated words. We'll provide the clothes. We'll provide them. You can keep the chicken. That's also, right, yes. that's yours. You can put it on your head in a game of cricket. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. So that's why you did Alex G. Yeah, right. Which was his last movie, live action, but then he did like a weird animated Scottish movie, which we'll talk about another day. But the other thing is, yeah, well, the other one mentioned was Harrison Ford was almost Alan Grant, which makes oh. sense because he'd worked with... The Jones Boys. Jones Boys. Both, both turned out That's right, yeah, well, he, he worked with Spielberg, obviously, on the Indiana Jones films and probably other things, probably. Yeah. So I think that would have been a great casting as well as Alan Grant. I think it also maybe would have changed the dynamic. Oh, not so much. Maybe not so much. In the book, Alan Grant and Ali Sattler, mm-hmm. whatever her name is. Yes. She, they're not in a relationship. He's older. He's like a mentor. Yeah, And right, they changed uh-huh. that for the movies. But they probably, Harrison Ford was early 50 cents. I probably would have left it 
as a relationship. But I think that would have been fine. I think yeah. that would have been a decent casting as well. Do you feel like Harrison Ford in that role, again, it's it's like the Sean Connery as Gandalf. Do you mm. feel like he was too? He would have been too famous? Would it have taken you out of the movie? Because I feel like, yeah. you know, I feel like, uh, you know, Goldblum and yep. and uh, Laura Dern yes. are kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're household names and you recognise them now. Yep. But I feel like at the time... I wouldn't have known them. You know, no. I, they, they would have been like working actors. Yes. I would have been like, well, I can see them as the characters before the actors. Sure. Whereas Harrison Ford, I'd be like, oh, it's Harrison Ford. He's, yeah. doing, a, he's doing a role. Absolutely. So, yeah, the most famous person in that movie, I mean, you could argue like Jeff Goldblum, The Fly, and a bunch of other things that he's done. But Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes, that's right. But the most famous person in that is... Attenborough? Well, well, probably, yeah, maybe, but not for kids. No, absolutely So not. Sam Neill off the back of, you know, he, he would, he'd been doing a lot of stuff at that point, but he wasn't mm. a huge actor. Well, he's not, yes. not that he's a huge, no, he's, no, actually, everyone knows who Sam Neill is. Yeah, I know, I, I like the way it ended up. I do too. Sometimes things just work out. Don't they just? In fact, this thus, one. Far, thus far, <laughs> these have both worked out. Well, this is the I opposite. I mean, not for those actors. No, but, sure. But at the same time, they're both rich. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day... And there seems to be, we're leading up to some form of tragedy at the end that you're building towards. Yes. But at the end of the day, most of these people are still rich and famous. So That's it's, true. it's fine. Not so much this one, because Doug Ray Scott was cast as Wolverine. That's right. Sorry, I should have asked you for one before I jumped into this. Oh, it's Doug Ray Scott as Wolverine. Oh, is it really? Is it du- Doug Ray or Doug Gray? Well, it's spelled Doug Ray, <laughs> but it could be Doug Gray. I think it's Doug Ray Scott. Okay. Yeah. So he was cast, but. There was some overlap between that and Mission Impossible and also he was apparently injured. Some other people who turned down the role of Wolverine or who wanted it was Mel Gibson, Danzig. <laughs> Glenn from, Danzig. Uh, Misfits. Mis- and the band Danzig. Yeah, yes. Is he from Misfits? Yes. Yeah, cool. Uh, Russell Crowe. They wanted Russell Crowe, which probably wouldn't have, would have been a pretty good choice. Yeah. So they got Hugh Jackman off the back of all of these people either turning it down or being unavailable. And Hugh Jackman got this amazing career off yeah. the back of this. And I think I Hugh mean, Jackman, paperback hero, obviously. Sure, but I think there's a good chance Hugh Jackman would have been famous regardless for something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but who like, like would have just waited till the musical was back? Exactly, just, just a musical. Strike when the iron be hot. Yeah, yeah. Also, the, I I feel like in this particular instance, the biggest change to whatever actor yeah. was cast as Wolverine would be. They'd be ripped all the time, like they because <laughs> okay, sure. like Jackman is you know he's yeah. an older actor now and he's kind of he's he's pretty much definitively retired from Wolverine, mm. but he's in very good shape. Yes, he's been in very good shape for decades now. Yes, and some of those other actors you mentioned, perhaps not so much. Yeah, I feel like you have to retain mm. a certain level of fitness. Are you pointing at Russell Crowe specifically? No, <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify, yeah. <laughs> He fluctuates, depending on what he's doing. Yeah, right, he's getting uh-huh. abs for Robin Hood. He's looking I mean? good for, uh, you know, Man of Steel, as an example. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. I love the photo of him punching the dart in the, in the Jor-El yeah, right. <laughs> costume. Uh, I like the idea of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it should, they should, someone should Photoshop it so it's like it's going off to like some sort of space hooker <laughs> pipe. Sure. It's floating in, the, in midair yeah. or whatever. It's maybe got some data that he's observing. Yeah, he's observing some data. <laughs> <laughs> so have you got another one? Uh, what? Uh, let me let me see. This is this one is new to me, but okay. I think it's kind of fascinating. Ernest Borgnine is Vito Corleone. Really? In okay. The, in the uh, in the Godfather movies, he's terrific. Yeah, yeah. But I've never. I'm sure there are some roles where he's you know not a kind of a a kind hearted kind of you know lovable goofball kind of character. Yeah, totally. You look at like even in movies like Gattaca, yeah, or you go back to what's that war movie? Um, Mikhail's Navy, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the sitcom. 
What's it called? All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think he would have done a good job. But yeah. I also, I'm okay with that not happening. Same. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's fine. I mean, he's dead. He's dead. He died. He's dead, yeah. Yeah. But he's still fine. Yes. <laughs> uh, off the back of that, yes. we're circling back to The Godfather. I had this one for later, but Jack Nicholson apparently turned down the role of Michael from The Godfather. Ah. And he said at the time, no, sorry, and this is what he was quoted as saying uh, more recently. Back then, I believed that Indians should play Indians and Italians should play Italians. Who knows what he believes now? Right. That's what he said yep. at the time. So that's why he didn't end up taking on that role. Jack, those movies are fine and Jack Nicholson is fine and has done a number of movies of the caliber, I feel, of The Godfather. So I think that's not really, it's not a loss no, for anybody. No, absolutely no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Mm. If we're talking Lord of the Rings though, yes. uh, the role of Aragon was offered to Russell Crowe and Stuart Townsend was famously cast, as people may know from... Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned and definitely other things. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yes, and definitely other things. But he, they actually started filming... There's images of him dressed yep. as Aragon, but they realised that it wasn't working. He looked too young and they just basically shipped him off and yeah, wow. replaced him. Yeah, That I, I, that would have changed a lot of things, I feel, for him. Yeah. yeah, and that would be a very awkward conversation to have. He could have been in the movie Hidalgo. He could have been in Hidalgo, exactly. <laughs> he could have been in Eastern Promises. Yeah. He could have had a nude knife fight in yes. a steam room. I feel like Vigo Mortensen yes. could have kept doing movies... Like the, like the Lord of the Rings, I'm sure he got offered them, but he kind of chose to make smaller kind of quirky indie stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just that kind of actor. I think that's really interesting. Mm. Anyways, you were saying. Oh, well, so. I was saying, I, I, I wonder if that's an awkward conversation to have or do you think there's somebody on a movie set who just has no social graces whatsoever? Like, yeah, I bet, guy, I'm, yeah. I'm Hollywood, there absolutely is yeah. some agent or some, some, you know, upper management type person who's just like, comes in and it's just like, Hey, hey, let me just walk into the door at the end of the day of filming. You're fired. Yeah. Get out. Get in this car. They put him in the car. Yeah, we they close in the door. They're like, you're fired. Here's, the, uh, <laughs> here's your walking papers. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Here's your, here's your economy class ticket home. Yeah. <laughs> you're 40 Oh, from New Zealand. Flight, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no, right. Do you think you get paid for the entire movie? No. I think you'd get a fraction of what you were supposed to get. I mean, it depends on your contract, obviously. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine they had a clause in it where, because he wasn't, a Sean Connery, where he doesn't probably get paid for the, the full price regardless. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm just assuming. Yeah, right. Mm. How about this one? I'm ready. This is one of my favourites. You might have this on your list also. Sure. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as King Cooper. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers movies. I think we maybe talked about that briefly. I think we did, When we yeah. uh, covered that for Caravan of Garbage. Yeah. But yeah, I think he would have done very well in that role. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing though. That good was thing, 1993, good right? Good thing he didn't. When, was, when did Terminator 2 come out? 91. Oh, was it ninety one? Yeah. Oh, then it's fine. Then don't don't do that anymore. About oh, you think it. I would have affected? I thought I was I was under the impression Terminator Two came out in ninety four. No, I think it's set in ninety four. It is set in ninety four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Mm. Yeah. The far off future. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So off the back of that, though, I mean, a year after that, you get True Lies around the time he's doing like Last oh. Action Hero, which isn't wasn't widely regarded at the time, but yeah, you know, it's considered a cult classic. Mm. That's a like he's he's done bombs and horrible roles before. He bounces back regardless. Yeah. I don't think that would have affected him at all, to be honest. No, that's true. And I mean, you yeah. know, he was exactly, and he was kind of there was a there was a period where, exactly where he was kind of bulletproof casting yes. wise. Like he just barreled onto the yeah. next project kind of thing. Like you get into your late nineties and your early two thousands, that's definitely not the case. Mm. And 
his persona has completely changed where he's more of an Instagram personality now that's than true, a movie yeah. star. But he's always he's always leading a like a Clydesdale around a <laughs> that's right into a, a sauna. Yeah, or something. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what about this one? I don't think it would have changed the movie ultimately. No, I don't think so it either. It would have been. I wonder if he would have walked though, because I feel like he was the kind of star. Because that dragged on for months. Again, we've yes, done a video exactly. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis Hopper was there for six months when he was supposed to be there for one or whatever it was. I don't mm-hmm. remember the exact numbers, but I wonder whether he would have put up with that. Or he had the kind of agent that was just like, no, you're done and you're not yeah, doing yeah. it anymore. Yeah. Or maybe he would have been like, well, I mean, maybe he would have gotten along with the directors in a way yeah. nobody else did. We'll never know because he didn't do it, James. <laughs> he didn't do the movie Super Mario Brothers 1993. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. All this speculation is pointless, ultimately. Yeah, why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> okay, if we're talking the 90s, though, yes. uh, Jerry Maguire, it was actually written with Tom Hanks in mind. Okay. Which I think would have worked, uh, but he was working on that thing you do at the time, so it ultimately went to Tom Cruise. Podcasting. Yes. That thing I do. That thing you do specifically. Oh, okay, well, yeah. he's a real pioneer in the genre then, isn't he? I think so. That was, wow, that was yeah. a long time. Long I, th- I think Tom Cruise in that movie sells a lot of sacker and crap, and I'm not. I'm sure... He was kind of a romantic lead then, so I'm sure he would have been able to do it. Yeah, yeah. But that speech at the end is pretty like on the nose. Mm. Uh, and you think Tom Hanks couldn't have sold that? I think it would. I think it would have changed the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. But I think Tom Cruise is really good. I'm not. I don't know whether it's good or bad. I just think you put in a Tom Hanks, it's a different Jerry. Yeah, Maguire, absolutely. Is what I'm yeah, saying. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, which the same could be said for any of these movies, really. <laughs> yeah. Why are we speculating? <laughs> What's going know. on? What a waste of time. No, it's never a waste of podcasting. Is never a waste of time. That's why Hanks got in the ground floor. <laughs> well, look, that thing I do. I think we really need to work out whether this is a waste of time by you picking like just an amazing casting choice. Coming up next. Adam Sandler as the bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards. I like that. Right? I think that would have been better. Yeah. I think that would have really added an element to that movie. Because it was Eli Roth. It was Eli right? Roth. Yeah. And I think because, I mean, if you know who Eli Roth is, and that's a fun cameo, I guess. But to me and people, I guess, who know him, he is known for making sadistic, twisted movies that are quite gory. And, and yeah. you know what I mean? And if you put in someone like Adam Sandler that's someone you don't expect to walk out of a tunnel and cave someone's head in yeah. with a baseball bat. Exactly. So I right. think that actually would have been better. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently Tarantino wanted him as yeah. well, and but there were scheduling conflicts, which is, that's crazy. I agree. I'll just FYI, I watched Murder Mystery the other day. And? It's fine. I know, right? <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. 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 Mm. Good stuff. Uh, here's one. Edward Cullen. You familiar? From the Twilight films. Correct. So Henry Cavill was quoted as saying this in the Graham Norton show. I think the writer of the books, when the movie came around, I think I was her first choice. That's the rumor I heard. Uh, And she wanted uh, me to play the role, but it wasn't up to her. So that's why he wasn't cast. So she, I, maybe she was picturing him in her mind when she was also writing the books. Oh yeah. Right. I don't don't know, but that's, that's an interesting choice. How old was Henry Cavill when those movies came out? About that age. Like, 109. Yes. <laughs> I think he's a little So bit... him, him and uh, and Robert Pattinson are yes. about the same age. And I think he's probably four years younger. Okay. Older, sorry. Yeah. So how old would that make him portraying a 100-plus-year-old vampire probably, in high school? I think he's around our age, so he probably would have been 24 Okay, maybe. all right. Yeah. Okay. I think Twilight right. was 2007. Maybe, but he wouldn't look 24. He'd look like Henry Cavill. Yes, but Henry Cavill... Oh, sorry, he wouldn't look, sorry, he wouldn't look like a teenager. He'd no, look like... But Henry Cavill now yes. looks different than Henry Cavill 10 years ago because oh. that muscle that he put on for yes. Superman, mm-hmm. it kind of changes 
a lot of that guy. All oh, right, because okay. of the muscles that the he muscles has. <laughs> makes him bigger. Yeah, more muscular. I think ultimately this is probably for the best for both of those actors though, because they're both doing well regardless. That's true. Yeah. What else? What what else, James? I love topics. You do love topics, it's true. You really brought this back with that excellent casting one you did earlier. Thank you. I can't remember it, but it was good. It was it was Adam Sandler. It was a good one. Thank you. That's what I, all I can remember yeah. what it was was that it was a good one. Chris Farley is Shrek. Yeah. The late great Chris Farley. Yes. Yeah. He, and he recorded some of that? He recorded a bunch of stuff, yeah. as, as far as I know, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I also know that Mike Myers recorded a lot of that in his regular accent and then went back and went, I can do this. Scottish ish. Oh yes, right. And as a result of that, they had to tweak a lot of the animation, the the mouth, to okay. make it kind of fit the Scottish accent huh. he was doing. So ultimately, a Chris Farley casting would have been less stressful for the animators. Yes, so that's probably affected their lives yeah. in some way. Ultimately, it's for the best for the franchise that it wasn't Chris Farley because he died and he couldn't have done. That's true. The forty-seven sequels and spin-offs and Christmas specials, absolutely, and karaoke yeah, yeah, dance yeah, yeah. parties that came yeah. as a result of that movie. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, not a good result for Chris Farley, but a good result for the Shrek franchise. And quite That's frankly, true. if I had to choose between the two, yes, I'd rather not say. Wow, <laughs> wow. But I think it would have affected the tone of the sequels as well. Yeah. I think Farley's version. If you there's a there's a you can you can find some audio and it's a oh, partic- it's a particular this. scene yeah. that's in the 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 released version of Shrek and it's it's but it's Farley and it's kind of he's more like he's more of a goofball and he just happens to be like an ugly goofball and oh, that really? affects his life in, in a different but like my Shrek is kind of like he's he's just this awful misanthrope all the time right and I think that would have yeah you know it would I think, I think right, it would have yeah. affected the direction of that movie and probably all the sequels as well yes. so and they would have had to replace him with Jim Belushi yes don't you think yeah well yeah. I was going to say, or John Belushi, but that's no, Mason. also dead. That's why I didn't say John Belushi. You are way ahead of the game. <laughs> you are so ahead of the game. Uh, these people were nearly cast as Rose in Titanic. Gwyneth Paltrow and Claire Danes. Uh, together? Yeah, together, Jack and Rose. So Gwyneth Paltrow was obviously big and also up and coming around the time of Titanic. That's why you need two women's together. Taken together, that's <laughs> yeah. what you get. Claire Danes, of course, had worked with Leonardo DiCaprio on Titanic. But I think that ultimately... It's you mean a, Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, whatever. I think ultimately <laughs> yes. it's a good idea not to put them back together because you go into that movie with, with a preconceived that in mind. Notion, right. Yeah, and then at the end, spoiler alert, it's a tragedy also. A what? Yeah, I know you still... Is that the tragedy you were mentioning earlier? Yes. Wow, okay, well, it's good. I'm, I'm affected <laughs> emotionally, but I'm glad the tragedy has been covered in this podcast. Feels That's good, fun. doesn't but it? But I mean, um, DiCaprio and... Uh, Winslet yes. came back for Revolutionary Road, right? They did, they yeah. They teamed up again. Where they were just like, we hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> we hate each other and we're married. Mm. Yeah. We're going to take this road a quarter of a mile at a time. <laughs> and we're married. And we're married. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. Apparently it's excellent performances. Is Michael Shannon in that? He might be. Yeah, but what if he isn't? It seems like exactly <laughs> the kind of movie he would be in. So let's assume he is in it. It's a period piece. It requires some brick-headed character actors. <laughs> To be stoic or possibly angry. <laughs> or stoic then angry. Ah, uh, the dream. Yeah. What else? Will Smith, Neo. Yeah, I got that, that one as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he actually spoke about that recently on his Will Smith YouTube channel. He said... They're they getting in it, aren't they? All these celebrities, they're getting into the YouTube. This is my game. They're getting into the podcast game. <laughs> God. They're, they're, they're revolutionising it in a lot of ways, it's aren't they? It's that thing they do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? So... <laughs> so 
there was speculation for years of why, why he turned it down, but he spoke about it recently. And he said when he was brought in, the Wachowskis were like, okay, what we're thinking, like, imagine you're in a fight and you, like, jump. Imagine you could stop jumping in the middle of the jump, but then people could see around you at 360 degrees <laughs> while you stop jumping. We've got to invent these cameras and then these people can see the whole jump when you stop in the middle of the jump. And he's just like... Uh, no, absolutely not. Because yeah. <laughs> what are you talking Makes about? Makes a lot of sense, yeah. 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 That's one of these things where, which you always talk about, where you go into a movie, it's all blue and green screen. What is happening? Is this good? I don't know. I mean, that you know, we talk, talked about Connery mere minutes ago. Yeah. Probably the exact same thing. Yeah. Like what happens to Morpheus in that movie? Like the, one of the... Yeah, some of the earlier stuff. I'm sure they're like, okay, you're in a you're in an empty room, and then it's a karate dojo, <laughs> and then Keanu Reeves is going to come at you, and you're going to leap over his head. Yeah. You know, and he'd be like, I'm not going to do I'm any 80. of those things. I'm 80. Yeah, I'm not going to do any of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, honestly, I think Will Smith would have probably been good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think also Keanu Reeves was excellent in that movie, yeah. so that's fine and they're both fine. They're both Maybe fine. Maybe that should be the rating system. Are they both fine? <laughs> they're both fine. Yes, that's good, actually. Yeah, because, so. you know, you can have a near miss in casting, like a Super Mario, or yep. you can have like a tragedy, like the one we're building up to. Oh, my God, you <laughs> lied to me. You said it had happened. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, off the back of that, I've got Han Solo. We could have just done an episode that was just roles Sean Connery turned out. <laughs> and also just roles that Mel Gibson didn't do. So many. Because he was in the running for Bond like as well. Like Bond and Batman yeah. and mm. yeah, a bunch of stuff. Braveheart. He got it. Got Braveheart, Because <laughs> yeah. he directed it He's also. He's doing fine. Well, he wasn't originally going to be William Wallace because he was like, I might be a bit off for this and I'm not Scottish. And they were like, good point, Mel Gibson. But then he went, but mm. I am the director of this film. And so I'm I will actor be. Gibson. So yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Actor director. Yeah, Gibson. Uh, Han Solo. Yes. Famously, everybody in the seventies went up for this. Right. Yes. Uh, it went to, which is interesting because it's. I it, Lucas it, was up and coming. Oh, because he did American Graffiti, he did, right? and he was friends with Scorsese and oh, and, okay, all, right, and Spielberg. Right. It's all and, who you know. Okay, so you know right, and what right, you know, right, and right, if you're Han Solo, uh-huh. he will, and he, but you, but got you would think that a Scorsese or somebody like that would be. Don't go into this. It's it's. Yeah, laser sword battles and spaceships. You know, what, what they're is all this? mates though. I guess they're just all a bunch mates. of uni yeah, buds. Yeah. Maybe it was all pranks. Could Maybe it's pranks. like, yeah, my my buddy George Lucas has got this. You got it. Yeah, it's love gonna it. be great. You're gonna love it. <laughs> you're gonna love it. I can imagine you're at a bar. You sit down at the bar, then a guy he's, he's got a he's looked like a green bagpipes. <laughs> and he comes up to you and he's got a laser. He's gonna shoot you with a laser. That's what it is. It's gonna happen. It's like the Godfather in space. That's why you're gonna, <laughs> that's why you're gonna like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so Al Pacino said it was mine for the taking. Oh, uh, but I didn't understand the script. Ooh, our space. Yeah. Ooh, ah. Lisa's. Ooh, ah. Greedo. <laughs> that's my Sean Connery again. It was really think? good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, Clunky. So, yes. <laughs> so a bunch of, like Kurt Russell was up for it. Yeah. Gary. Bus- well, he was up for a lot of stuff because he was the. There's Disney, a Disney man. He was Disney's mystery man. Yeah. So they were like, what? We got to put him in something. This is. For those who don't know, which may be the case for some, uh, that was the last thing that Walt Disney wrote. And he was in a bunch. If you go to Disney Plus, there's a lot of young Kurt Russell is in a weird movie from the 70s yeah, movies. Yeah, right. And, and so they were like, this 60s. guy's the golden child. We got to. Yeah. Disney knows what he's doing. And, and he. Yeah. We're going to cast him in everything. He's great. I think Kurt Russell would have been excellent as Han Solo. And also I say that looking at Kurt Russell now and go, yeah, he'd 
definitely be. He could do Han Solo again. Still, yeah, absolutely. absolutely yeah. I think Pacino's a bit like you look at Pacino now and you're like, imagine that guy stumbling on board the Millennium Falcon, and I'm not quite sure that that is the same. Right. I think if the door closed on his leg, it would kill him. Yeah, sure, that's <laughs> true. I like Pacino. Yeah, a lot. Uh, but no, yeah. they could just de-age him and have him shuffle into the Millennium <laughs> yeah. Falcon. Space. <laughs> Give him some big elevator shoes. That's fine. That's a dangerous game, though, isn't it? Yeah. You're shuffling on board a spaceship. That's true. Uh, Patton Oswald tells he's got that really famous comedy bit where he does Gary Busey as Han Solo, Han Solo yeah. which mm-hmm. people should look up. What else, Mason? What about mm. James? Yeah. What about this one's also new to me, but it may not be new to you. Okay. Uh, another potential the Terminator casting, O.J. Simpson. Yes. Do you know why they didn't pick him? Ah, uh, because they knew he would be a murderer in, in, <laughs> no, in nobody, a couple of decades' time. Nobody knew he was a murderer at that wow. point. He had a he had a film career on the off the back of not getting the Terminator. They thought he was too he was too much of a friendly face. Huh. Lance Hendrickson was also going to be the Terminator at one point because he looks more like an infiltrator kind of model. That guy could walk through a crowd and you wouldn't stop yeah, and look true. at him. Yeah, but you would look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes, you would, especially if he's nude and oiled, <laughs> which he is always. Mm. So. I mean, good, yeah, <laughs> obviously, absolutely. because we wouldn't have got. I oh know because he would have done Terminator Two before he did the murders, so we'd have, we would have yeah, at least got right. Terminator yeah, we got, Two. We, got I guess. Four, we would have been riding high for four years. Yeah, but we wouldn't have ultimately got several other Terminator. Wait, allegedly, what are we allowed to say? No, he did it. Oh, good. Like, I, he, like he got off, yeah, but he true, definitely yeah. did it. Right? <laughs> that's universally accepted. That's not how slander works. Okay. Well, he definitely allegedly did it. Okay, cool. cool in cool, everybody's cool. eyes, yep. including his own, because yes. he knows that he did it, mm. allegedly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, no, obviously, that's bad. Yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen. There you go. Here's a good one. We could do comic book ones for days. And anyway, they would... they're fine, by the way. Both of them are fine. Both Arnold Schwarzenegger and OJ Simpson. That's true, he is. They're He's just fine. out on the golf course yeah. tweeting out insane shit to people while yeah. literally every comment back is... You're a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we could do comic book ones for days and we, we probably will at we'll some point. We'll come back and we'll do it. Definitely. But I found this one really interesting because Josh Hartnett was offered the role in Batman Begins. Uh, yeah. Christopher Nolan was very much like, I want you to be you know, my Batman, mm-hmm. Josh Hartnett. And he said, in that instant, I think my regret uh, mostly was not forming a friendship or a creative partnership with the director uh, more than I was not doing Batman. So he saw it as this, kind of three-picture deal, this role he would be tied to, he would kind of dog him for the rest of his life. But what he regrets is that, you know, because off the back of that, Christian Bale, well, he's obviously gone on on to do massive things, but he was in movies like the one where he's a a wizard and he's like, me and Hugh Jackman are wizards (laughs) and we're dueling wizards. Both of us have ideas for how to be the best wizard. But I feel my wizarding (laughs) is superior. Jackman, though, thinks his wizards... And Stop. I shan't be having it. <laughs> it's a good movie to a point. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So but I, I mean, think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh Hartnett is fine. Yes. But I think that that would have changed his career. I think he wouldn't be doing Penny Dreadful, yeah. which is a great show. He'd be doing whatever Christian Bale's doing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Killian Murphy also went in to yes. audition for Batman, I think, or he thought he was going to. No, he go. did. They all put on the Batman Forever suit. Oh, There's yeah, footage right. of Killian Murphy. Yeah, 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 There's yeah. footage of some others. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. We'll save that for another Ashton Kutcher as well, I think. Really? Yeah. I think he was going to be Superman at one point in the early... Or he was up for it as well in the early mm. 2000s. I mean, it's not that 
you know, it's not that outside the realm of possibility insofar as Topher Grace was Venom. So That's right. Just get to that 70s show, guys. Get, get him. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. Get the dad. It's, um, He's in Robocop, too. Yes. Mm, that That's guy. Right. Yes. Yeah, very good. What else you got? Uh, uh, I also have some, if you want Okay, to go ahead, them. sure. Uh-huh. Not a comic book movie, so I apologise to everybody. Uh, but La La Land, Miles Teller said he got the call from my agent saying, hey, I just got a call from Lionsgate. Well, this is off the back of them saying, we definitely want you for this. Uh-huh. He said, Damien told them that he no longer thinks you're creatively right for the project. Who's Damien? Damien is uh, moving on <laughs> without you. Uh-huh. So... There is speculation. Damien Wayans? Yes. Mm-hmm. There is speculation yes. that that might be a result of Fantastic Four. Oh. But La La Land. Yes. I just want to check. I think La La Land came out in 2016. Yeah, so that does actually line up because La La Land came out in November of 2016. Yep. And Fantastic Four came out in August of the previous year. Yeah, right. So that is entirely possible. That is what happened. Yeah. I think Miles Teller probably would have been good in that, but. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, they're, they're really good in that movie, so I'm okay with it. Also, he did Whiplash. He did do Whiplash, and he did Divergent. Yes, which Allegiant one? Allegiant, specifically. He that's did a, Allegiant. That's a good one, I think. that came out after Fantastic Four. Good no, but he did both. Yeah, he, he did. did all of them. Yeah. He did Divergent, Insurgent, and Allegiant. There's three of those. And he did Get a Job. Get a Job. He did War Dogs. War Dogs, Jonah Hill. He's going to be in Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, he's Bradley, Goose's son. Bradley Bradshaw. Mm. Bradley Bradley Bradshaw. Bradley Bradley Bradshaw. <laughs> Is his name really Bradley Bradshaw? No, it's, yeah, it's Bradley Bradshaw. But his nickname's Bradley, so it's Bradley Bradley Bradshaw. <laughs> son of Carrie Bradshaw and yeah. Goose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Terrific. I, if, if it was me, I'd be Bradley Radley Bradshaw. No, I'd, you'd be Bradley Bradley. I would be Bradley. That, <laughs> no, we'll that's call the, you Bradley. No, that's because that's the funniest <laughs> one, I think. So Annette Benning was going to be Catwoman yes, uh, in right. the early 90s. Uh, she accepted the role, but she had to drop out because she got pregnant. I think she would have been great. Yes. But everyone, everything worked out for everyone <laughs> in board for that. We talked a little bit about Bond. But uh, Hugh Jackman uh, was offered the role. He said, I was about to do X-Men 2, and the call came from my agent asking if I'd be interested in Bond. So maybe not confirmed, but right, right, you know, right, very right. much. Mm-hmm. There'd been an Australian Bond before and everybody loved and remembered him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said, I felt at the time the scripts had become so unbelievable and crazy and I felt like they needed to be grittier and real, which makes sense because this would have been just after Die Another Day. Yes. So there's every reason that he would not want to do that movie. That's and he probably cool. spoke to Halle Berry and she was like, fucking shit show. <laughs> they promised me a franchise and I got nothing. I got jinxed. Mm-hmm. It works in a couple of ways, that word. And then he would have been like, yeah, it does sound like you were jinxed. And she would have been like, no, my character's name was Jinx. And he would have been like, oh, (laughs) I didn't see it. Are you familiar with who was nearly cast as, or was cast as Indiana Jones? Harrison Ford. Uh, Yeah, he was. He was cast. That's right. Also, I forgot to mention earlier. but Shia LaBeouf in future movies. He was cast. But I forgot to mention that Harrison Ford was doing some carpentry at the time of Star Wars. And then they were just like, we need someone to read opposite some of these actors. Can you yeah, do right. it? Then they were just like, you, yep, well, that's fine. Because <laughs> yeah, well. George Lucas didn't want anybody from, he'd previously worked with in Star Wars. And but he'd, he'd worked with him in American, American Graffiti, Graffiti. So yeah. he's like, you're out, but. You're out. And then you're, you're back in. in. But also, you have to talk about it for the next 45 years <laughs> if you do this movie. People- but you'll be rich, so you'll have as much weed as you want. But also, it's relentless, and you obviously will hate it. Mm-hmm. But the wee thing. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) 
Any more? Uh, that's all I've got. I've got two left. Okay. One's, one's the, the tragedy. One's the insane one. If you want to lead with the tragedy, then go with the fun one. No, no, neither of these are actually fun. Oh, no. Anyway, they're all fine. Yeah, whoever, they are. Whoever we mentioned then. Exactly. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's fine. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing real great. well. And Daniel Craig, fine. Hates it, but he's fine. He's doing fine. Yeah. He'll love whatever he does next, maybe. That's right. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. I didn't know this, but Gus Van Sant was attempting to adapt it for years before it went to Ang Lee. Uh-huh. I, just, I just read this. Uh, obviously he did many movies, including Finding Forrester with Sean Connery, I think. Big news. Yes. If you were not around when this, when, when this uh, service was available, uh, the website You're the Man Now Dog <laughs> is back. What do you mean by that? It was, it was gone for a while. Yes. You couldn't access it. Yes. But now if you go to Google and you type in You're the Man Now Dog, mm. You will that website will, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Okay, but if you wanna, if you wanna do that, I need. So are you, so you're not even going to explain why you're saying you're the man now, dog. No. So if you haven't seen that movie, <laughs> I should also point out he's done amazing things. Yes. Uh, well, is including Goodwill Hunting. That's true. So you know, and milk, and many other things. But while he was attempting, uh, this is what he said about it. I was working on it, and I felt like we needed a really strong cast, like a famous cast. That wasn't working out. I asked the usual suspects, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Ryan Philippe. They all said no. Uh, nobody wanted to do it. I think that's also, I mean, just looking at the timeline of this, that would have been probably late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And there is definitely a stigma where you take on a role like this. I mean, a lot of times it's, you know, it's often considered brave and what it can be like when Tom Hanks did that's in Philadelphia. True, yeah. But this is this movie is like hardcore gay sex, mm. which hadn't really been done. Not really. It's like... I mean, know, it had been done in real life. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been doing it. Yeah. But they'd never been done to... Like, they were, they were passionate love scenes in a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah. between two men. Prior to that, it had all been implied. Or, you know, Fidel- exactly. Philadelphia, it's just... It's just like, sad. I hate this. What's yeah. happening to me? I yeah, don't right. like it. Mm. Tom Hanks, he's fine though. Uh, so... Yeah, so that's that's I'm not surprised by any of that, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, I've just written here this one is crazy. Okay, great. We are talking about the role of Jake Sully. Who's that? <laughs> Look, I only know who it is <laughs> because of the constant references to so what's the name of the guy in Avatar? <laughs> yes. It's we know it's Jake Sully now. Yeah, but that's if you'd right. asked me a year ago, mm. wouldn't have any wouldn't have a clue. Sure. Or even before the movie Avatar. I wouldn't have known then. No. <laughs> no. There's a lot of period, there's a big period of time in your life where you don't know Jake Sully, is that right? Is that safe yeah, to assume? Yeah, most, most of it, I would say, <laughs> okay, actually, the cool. majority of it. I mean, that's, that's, that, that is shrinking, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At a certain point, I will know, I'll have known of Jake Sully more than I hadn't known of Jake Sully. That's interesting. Yeah. You've got a lot going on. What do you think of the name Jake Sully? Bad. It's bad, right? <laughs> yeah. There's only a limited number of action hero names that are allowed to exist, and yeah. Jake is, is one of them. Yeah, okay. It can be right. Jake, he can be John. If it was Jake, good kick. Is that better? That's really good. Mm, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late now, isn't but it? That's ironic because his father was with the one with the good kick. Oh, yeah. His legs didn't work. Yeah. That was a big point of that movie. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that, but that's what's, that's where we are. Anyway, the role famously went to Sam Worthington. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. And again, that's a real drywall situation. That's a real Harrison Ford putting up shelves or whatever it was. Because didn't he supposedly, he was like, I don't even care. And he spat on the camera. Yeah. And then... That James Cameron was like, that's the kind of attitude that I want. But he planned that out. He yeah, was right. like, uh-huh. you know, that's yeah. the kind of kid that I want. Look at that fire and passion. Mm. He's an actor. He tricked you. Anyway, <laughs> Matt Damon 
was offered the role. Yes. And this is the story from Matt Damon's perspective. This is what James Cameron said to him. Now listen, I don't need anybody. I don't need a name for this, a named actor. If you don't take this, I'm going to find an unknown actor and give it to him because the movie doesn't really need you. But if you take the part, I will give you 10%. Just to clarify, yep. that movie made $2.78 billion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, so, so it was 10% of the gross. Is a, yes. Right, uh-huh. Right. This is, I mean, that's cool. isn't, isn't that similar gross to... Gross net, does it matter? Really? No, it does in Hollywood. It definitely I, does. Because they can tweak the numbers. They can tweak and, the yeah, numbers right, and they can be actually. like, well, we've never actually made a profit on this movie. Yeah. Uh, didn't Harrison Ford get a really good deal in, in the Star Wars movies? He Doesn't did, he get the a new percentage? one, yeah. yeah, yeah right. Force Awakens. Uh, he said, I couldn't do it. And he said, that sucked and that's still brutal, but my kids are all eating. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Which is true. That is he true. is beyond rich. Yes. So it doesn't really hurt that much. It's just the amount of money that he very clearly left on the table right. is staggering. Does that mean Worthington got 10% of the gross? Absolutely not. Because why would he? Because he's an unknown. He was right? an unknown. Yeah, yeah, right, he hadn't right. even done Terminator Salvation yet. He hadn't even done Man on but a Ledge. But that is wild because why would he give Damon 10% of the gross? I think because he was a name and he would have counted on him bringing a certain demographic or a certain... But he just finished saying, yes. I, don't need, I don't need you. But that, I think, is just like a negotiating yeah, kind of okay, right, right, right. I guess. Huh. Just like, we'd love you to do it, but you don't But I mean, he was it. right. He didn't need no, a name. he right? really didn't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is, this, this is the bit I like. I told John Krasinski this story uh, when we were writing Promised Land. I tell him the story and he goes, what? And he stands up and starts pacing in the kitchen. Damon <laughs> recalls Krasinski telling him that had he been cast in Avatar, nothing in his life would have been different, except right now we'd be having this conversation in space. Which is, <laughs> right. That's that's space. That's go to space, buddy. Really, isn't it? Because, no, I thought I might. I I interpreted that as because Matt Damon would have built a space laser and destroyed the Earth with it, and we'd all be floating in space like <laughs> okay. the Jetsons. So good thing then. Yeah, mishap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look, in all honesty, I know I said that was insane. Sure, I pr- it's probably not as insane as you know, a very rich man didn't get even richer. Right. Yes. But that to me is just a staggering turn of events. I mean, but. I guess in the grand scheme of things, though, so it's 10% of $2 billion. What's that? 2.78. Okay, so $270 million. Mm. There would be Hollywood actors who have $270 million. Down, Robert Downey Danny would have $270 million. Death right? probably would have had it at some point. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Before he made, bought all those suits in, yeah, in Thailand or whatever. Yeah, or whatever he's up to. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's huh. kind of where we're at. Cage might have had $270 million. Yeah, I think if you look at somebody like Jack Nicholson, probably off the back of Batman, he's probably got about that now. Yeah, right. You know, Keaton's probably insanely rich. Right. I think a lot of these deals that used to happen don't so much happen now unless you're The Rock and it's your property and you're making it and you get a cut of Hobbs and Shaw because you're the leader of this shit movie. Right. <laughs> I like The Rock. You're getting, you're, getting, <laughs> you're, getting, uh, you're getting a little off the top from all the Hobbs and Shaw Pez dispensers. <laughs> That's right, exactly, yeah. His would be bigger than Statham's. He'd make yeah, it so, right. wouldn't he? But, he? but Statham's would be smarter. And wider. That's right. Yeah. And balder. <laughs> but the heads would be the same size. Oh, they size. would be about the same amount of bald. Wouldn't they? <laughs> yes, they would. But Statham's somehow balder. <laughs> yeah, you don't think of The Rock being bald. <laughs> no. But you think of Statham being very bald. I think because Statham also spent a lot of his career keeping his hair cropped, but not all the way down. That's true, yeah. Where The Rock started to lose his hair and just buzzed it back. That's true. Mm. Also, in the movie Get Shorty, I think he had like an afro. He had an afro, yeah. So people think that's his real hair. Yeah. And maybe it was. Maybe. It's a mystery. Yeah. What are we yeah. talking about? I've lost my train of thought. Doesn't matter. No, but also, yeah, $270 million, that's a... Yeah. And again, it's probably less if it might not have been gross and whatever, yeah. but still staggering. He doesn't need it. 
and it's fine. There, everybody's fine. Uh And that movie came out, and and there'll be more at some point. Yeah, in our lives or our children's lives. Think about how many front-facing videos Matt Damon would be making now if he wasn't chasing that that next role. You know, God, you're not wrong. Yeah, two hundred seventy million dollars (laughs) worth. Maybe that's money that ruins you. Maybe that's demotivating money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. Uh, we're done. We are done. Absolutely. We're on to the next segment of the show. Oh, what are we reading? What are we going to read? Oh my goodness. What have you been reading? I haven't done the theme song yet. I know. I'm just saying gird yourself. Gird your loins. I'm girding it. Okay. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? And we are back for what we're reading. Yeah. We didn't go anywhere. So I say we're back, but it's just, we didn't move. <laughs> but maybe people... <laughs> Maybe people leave the room oh, yeah. and then come back to their... They're like, we've got time. Yeah. Mm. And when we say we're back, yeah. it's me, you, and the listener because we're all in this together. We're back. Yeah, we're That's all great. It's yeah. a good way to look at it. Mm. Obviously, it's more me and you because we yeah. don't know the listener. <laughs> That's true. But they know us. But we don't know them. Just no, to we're be- no, we're best friends with them individually. Okay. I don't think they appreciate your pandering, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pandering. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> I personally know every listener <laughs> because you sit in your ivory tower just making the pod, making the podcast and then you just you just put <laughs> but I personally contact every listener and then we hang out. I mean we can't do it now obviously because sure. of but I break the rules. That's good. And I break isolation yeah, and I okay. go out and I talk to people individually. If you're a new listener and you haven't met Mason, yeah. Hit him up, Wikipedia Brown. That's Introduce my, that's, yourself. That's, that's my fault. That's he will, my fault. He will hit you back yeah, yeah, that's this right. week. Yeah, as, and as many of you as you can. We'll hang out. <laughs> we'll cough in each other's mouths. <laughs> this is real. You called yeah, my bluff. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, what are you reading? Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. So on your I, – I, I feel you recommended this a couple of weeks ago, so I thought I'd give it a Who shot. Uh, I, I attempted to watch – and speaking of Matt Damon – I attempted to watch the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Attempted? I attempted. I couldn't get through really? it. Really? Yeah. You didn't think it was just like it just kind of washes over you? I hated it. No, I hated <laughs> it. Really? Yeah, it was so cringy. Just okay, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Too self-referential or... Did you get to the Ben Affleck bit? Yeah, no, what I did is I got to like, I got to like, half hour in, I think, maybe, and then I just skimmed for celebrity cameos, sure. and I'm like, ooh, Damon. Ooh, Affleck. Yeah. Okay, now the movie's over. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. It just it just felt so contrived and cartoony and basic. Yeah, okay, couldn't fair enough. It, couldn't yeah. do it. Well, the Jane Silent Bob movies, this and the last one, they're notoriously kind of referential. Yeah. So to that universe. Yes. So going into this, I was like, I know what this is going to be. Yeah. So I didn't kind of. I felt I knew what it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's still kind of. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that I liked it. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe you would have enjoyed yeah. it more. Okay, yeah, fair enough. No, well, no. you know, this is the world we live in. People Absolutely, like things, it's the world people we don't like in. things. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Look, maybe tomorrow I'll ask the listeners what they think when I hang out well, with them. Well, your friends, yeah. yeah. That's right. Very good, I love that. <laughs> so I actually, uh, I, I've been reading, it's back, The Old Guard. Oh, comic book. So okay, this yeah. is a story by Greg Rucker and Leandro Fernandez. Some of that is wrong, obviously. But it's about an immortal team of mercenaries mm-hmm. who when they get horribly shot up or decapitated or minced, Cannot die. Yes. Until one day, it just stops working for some reason. Yeah, right. And it was a. I really enjoyed the first run, uh, and so I recommend getting to that. And they're onto a new, yeah, a new adventure as a as a somewhat indie comic, Mm. like outside of the DC Marvel stable. Mm. 
it's one of those ones that just comes out whenever it comes out. Yeah. I'm going to write that down because I'm going I'm to yeah. catch up on it's that. It's been out for a while, but yeah, I know because obviously comics aren't coming out at the moment. Yes. So if you're looking for something, that's... Are you finding you have more time for... I'm going back to old comics because I normally read a few comics before bed. Yeah. It's kind of like uh-huh. a habit that I've fallen into. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I've never, re- I've never, I'm going to get into Batman No Man's Land. I've but do you have roughly it. the same amount of time to, to to catch up on movies and TV? Oh shows no, I've got less, less because my kids are always here and yeah, right. Claire's a million years pregnant. Yeah. So no. Well, under normal circumstances, I would have the exact same amount of time because my job is still operating. Yes. But and I feel very fortunate about that. Yes. But I am also on holiday, so I've I've had I've Terrific. had more time. Yeah. So uh, you're fitting more more stuff in. I'm fitting more stuff in this week. I in fact today I I rewatched Blade Runner 2049. Because it appeared on Netflix, even though I own it on Blu-ray, but you're <laughs> and it's like, been sitting, it's been sitting right next to my PlayStation, yeah, for for months, yes. But I'm like, I have to, I have to take Doom Eternal out of so the drive. You still, you still watch the Netflix? I still watch it on Netflix. Stream. Yeah. Did yeah. a buffer. It was fine. It, was, it looked good. Terrific. Yeah. It's still great. It's still great. It's, it's so good. really good. Yeah, it's solid. And it's also, it's one of those movies where I realized that. I have to see a particular actor maybe a half a dozen times before I recognize them in things because Anna Diamas is in this yes. as as uh, Ryan Gosling's uh, computer generated girlfriend. Yes, uh, David Dust Malchian yes. is in this. Uh, Say that again. He's like a, a like an autopsy or like a like a forensics guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who else is in this? Mackenzie Davis is in this. I was going to say yeah. Yeah. So there's and Robin Wright is in it. Yep. There's some terrific actors. Ryan Gosling is in it. Jared Leto is Jared in it. Jared Leto is in it. Yeah, Dave Batista's in it. Yes. <laughs> some good names in this. Sean Young is still in it. Edward James Olmos mm-hmm, yeah. in it. Yeah. Some great names. It's a very good movie. It's a really good movie. There's a reason why it's a very good movie, but there's also another re- reason why nobody saw it. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I'm... Um, Wait, what's the good reason no one saw it? Because nobody cared. Nobody... The first one didn't do well. Yeah, right. And it's, uh-huh. a, uh, it's a film that's kind of... It's niche. It's niche. Mm. I mean, it's obviously famous. Yeah. But I would say for most people, we'd be like, oh, yeah, robots or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, I oh, mean, it's it, it's it's so just gorgeous looking. It's incredible. And, and the sound design, mm. the color palette, the performances. Yes. Again, Jared Leto was the only thing that's kind of distracting in that uh-huh. movie for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've actually got a – oh, sorry, go on. Well, I was going to say, but also I'm as, as a result, I'm still chipping away at Doom Eternal. Yes. It's probably going to take me a year to finish it. I don't think I'm going to buy it. No, you don't think no, so? No, I don't no. think I am. I've okay. just, I, even though it's been positive, mm-hmm. I've just some of the things that people are talking about in that, I'm like, that doesn't seem like something that I want to spend my time doing. Specifically? Uh, like the frenetic pace of it. Oh, yeah, Like yeah, the yeah. unrelenting yeah. nature. Like I the took un- some time off from yeah. it, like a, a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, oh, I, should, I haven't played that in a while. I should play it again. And I sort of had to relearn the, yes, the, the, the motion of the game and, again. Yeah. And some of the buttons. The idea of platforming and, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah, you're constantly on the run, which I know the first one is as well, but I'm just kind of like, I can't deal with this right now or maybe ever. How about this though? Yeah. You've got a shotgun. Like that. And you can shoot somebody with a grappling hook mm. and then you reel yourself into them and while you're doing that, you shoot them with the That's shotgun. That's good. I like that. That is good, But right? what I don't like about the new Doom games, and I don't know whether the second one does this specifically, and I mentioned this, but I don't like how it's... You, you get just put into a, like a kill box and then you escape. Yeah, we talked about that when another it came kill out. Box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I, my understanding is that it's still that. It's, because yeah. obviously the original Doom is dated, yes. but I feel like with that there's a lot of forward momentum and you're not trapped anywhere at any point in time. They're not like, there's too many demons and all the doors are locked. And now all the doors are open though because you killed them all. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
but again, looks really good. Yeah. So, you know. And shotgun with a yeah. grappling hook. You want to hang out in a man cave in space? It's got it. No. Okay, then. Okay, you'd rather hang out in this man cave on Earth. Exactly. Yeah. We got him, folks. <laughs> we, chipped oh, no. a, we chipped away at him enough. <laughs> He's given up. This is more man cave than the regular room. Yeah. I mean, look at this. It's a pile of crap. It's a pile of old <laughs> video games. That's the most man cave thing there ever is, right? <laughs> that is true, yes. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is from uh, Joe tweeted us just, in. It's just an assortment of crap that your wife keeps demanding you throw away and it just moves closer and closer to the bins, but it never goes <laughs> out to the bin. <laughs> oh, shit. I just threw my wedding ring then. Maybe it was an our reaction wow, to what you were saying. Wow, closer very, to the bin. That's very Freudian. I maybe. believe so. No, I play with my wedding ring when I'm... Uh, podcasting thinking about cheating on your wife no because i'm thinking about the listeners and how i want to be committed to that for this hour and a half cheating on your wife with the listeners no mason that's wow. not what i said okay. <laughs> but, but that's I what i'm implying <laughs> yes. you're saying yeah in a way you're correct so joe says on twitter hashtag weekly planet pod i just finished the first episode of tales from the loop and as a parent i appreciated it slow paced but interesting great score and since it's pg rated i can watch it with uh, while my kids are around so that's something I do want to get into and you didn't love necessarily because of the slow pace of it. But uh, No, I enjoy the look of it. Yes. I enjoy the vibe of it, but yep. I would need many, many weeks to get through it, I think. 100 weeks. Yeah. Great. But yeah, uh, look, if people do have things that they're reading or watching, please send it in yeah. you know, and tell us why you like that particular yeah. thing. Uh, uh, speaking of comic books also, yes. on the back of we were, we, we were going to do it, we're going to do a comic book for Caravan of Garbage in the next few weeks uh yeah maybe depending like on that. if we do the bond movies it depends it depends on yeah, where it kind right, of falls right. yes uh but in doing so i'm like i should get uh, i should catch up up uh, up on some stuff and so oh. i uh, read uh I, i'm caught up on uh, superman's pal jimmy olsen oh yeah fraction run. i got into that i gotta keep going yeah, yeah. it's fun it's um yes. it's fun and dumb and it's jimmy olsen uh Jimmy Olsen in performing one of his weird viral video stunts. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be parachuting out of orbit. Uh, it's sabotage, and he suspects foul play, and so he has to go in hiding in Gotham City, and, yes. and he's sort of putting together this conspiracy theory of murder. Yes, and uh, and it and it, each episode is kind each issue is kind of like a satire of a lot of kind of DC and comic book kind of tropes. <laughs> Terrific, it's fun. I don't know if I entirely buy the uh, some of the characterization. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like like Batman's very stereotypically Batman, but Lois is like more a nuanced kind of full character. Oh, okay, right. But it's it's a lot of fun. Okay, and I maybe also, he only sees that side of Batman. Like that's he doesn't see yeah, the, yeah. the maybe that's it. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. cowl off yeah. in the Batcave, yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but there is a lot of like Superman winking to camera, and people are going, "Who who are you who are you winking to?" <laughs> you know, he does okay. that back in the day. Yeah, classic Superman. Give him one of those. Uh, and, also, and also on the DC uh, uh, tip, I have been reading Event Leviathan, which is the... I haven't uh, read that yet, yeah. DC, this is from some time ago, but I, I never I really got into it. I ads for it. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, this, this uh, uh, super villain who, who for, for nefarious reasons, is destroying all the spy agencies in the DC universe. Who wrote, who wrote that? Wrote that? Who wrote that? Who wrote, wrote that? that? You'd have I'd to say look it Greg up Rucker, me. but I think I did. I said it because I brought him out of thought before when I moved that other comic. Yeah. Uh, it is by Legion of Superhero something, something, something. Marvel Comics, is it? It's not by Marvel No, it's not. I'll be on the wrong one, yeah. <laughs> uh, DC Comics, you're right, yeah, because we were just talking about it. Grant Morrison and David Finch. There you go. That's, good. That's a good team. Okay, uh, are we doing letters? We are doing letters at some point. I think I we should letters. do letters. Yes. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Take the bag. 
I've lost the beat, James. It's okay. I've lost it. It's okay. We'll get it back. Keep going. There we go. <laughs> Did you feel that? Yeah, that's great. If you do want to reach the show, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter and we will find it. Or tweet straight at us at Wikipedia Brown, at Mr. Sunday Movies. Or shoot a letter over to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you're doing emails, keep them brief. Use some paragraphs, maybe. Put in a cool subject line, don't you think? Yes. An interesting subject line. And don't just say compelling or interesting subject line. We know that trick. We've done it ourselves. Yes. That's how we send each other emails. Right. Texts, even. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first or would you like yes. me to first? Okay. So. This, this is from Lewis Brindle. Oh, so when you said, yes, you want me to go first, you meant you. Because I said, do you want me to go first? And you said, yes. And then you just started yeah, talking. Yeah, yes, me. <laughs> me wants to go first. Okay, yes, right. correct. This is from Lewis Brindle. It says, Twin Peaks turns 30. Uh, this week marks the 30th anniversary of Twin Peaks with lockdowns in effect all over the world. I'm taking this time to finally watch the whole series as I've heard so much about it over the years. Have either of you seen it? If so, what are your thoughts? I've not seen it. Never seen it. I've never seen it. I've heard I should say it. Everyone's, yes. And I like David Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I haven't. And it's one of those things where like this is a commitment and I really got to watch it. And then also I have to watch that bad movie in between yeah. they made that everybody <laughs> Fly hates. Walk With Me? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but I do want to watch it, but I just mm. haven't. Uh, he continues, also, what's your opinion on the revival series Twin Peaks The Return being included in many best films of the 2010s list? Well, if you were listening, Lewis, we told you we haven't. What is this guy? What's he doing? We haven't watched any of them. Yeah. So we don't you know. You know this guy, right? Yeah, Lewis. You need to speak to him. I should. Speak I'll to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I'll, I'll have a chat with him tomorrow and I'll be like, Lewis. Yeah. Lewis. Lewis. Dude. Come on. It's, it's fun to hang out. We're fit. We've, got, we've gone fishing. This is great. But we said, yeah. we haven't seen them. You need to, friendship is two ways. That's right. You need to listen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Lewis. Thanks, Lewis. That's really good. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I'll get I'll get to it at one point. Or never, because there's a million things to watch. I will watch one episode this week. Okay. And see if I'm compelled enough. To some some stuff from that era holds up, some doesn't. You know? Most doesn't. Apparently this does. All right, then. Hayden says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Something I've been thinking out for, about for a while. The Batman and Robin comic book art in the 90s always coloured Tim Drake's... Uh, uh, <laughs> Tim Drake uh, and Dark Environment's colours in blue. Got me thinking, is blue Batman actually just black? It's a really good question. I thought so too. I think he's blue. I don't know if he is though, <laughs> right? Because if the buildings are all blue, yes, and they're in darkness, yes. shrouded in darkness and shadow, mm. is that the representation of black in the comics? That's a very good question. Did you know? Here's here's the thing: if you if you read comics from like the nineties two thousands, no, but you should. <laughs> but once you see, it, you can't unsee it. Is especially DC comics, the sky, the night sky is often purple. Yes. It's like a default yeah. background colour for some reason. Mm. Maybe he is black, but I think he's blue. I think there are definitive blue versions of it. Yes. But I think a lot of the time when it's supposed to be this, not a lot, some of the time <laughs> when it's it's darkness in the night, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be actually black, but it's represented as blue to make it pop off the page. Okay, but hear me out. Okay. What colour is an actual bat? Blue, <laughs> right? Okay, I bet though, if you looked at a lot of the comics, the bats would be blue. Mm-hmm. Actually, representing black is my point. Right. I don't even know what I'm arguing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Except that in Gotham City, all the bats are blue and all the skies are purple. Yeah. Yeah. Because of an experiment that happened. Yeah. Cool. Who did it? In Arkham Asylum. Who did it? Um, Kite Man. He would, wouldn't he? Yeah. That's right. (laughs) 
Kite Man did it. Just up there with a big brush. Yes, exactly. Going at it. Yes. Terrific. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, Michael Priest asks, well, he says a thing first, but then he asks, I just finished the second season of Kingdom on Netflix and thought I'd recommend it to you guys. Okay, it's not a question at all. I apologize. I found this Korean horror series much better than The Walking Dead as it's a lot more interesting and it kept me guessing Got throughout. Got this a few times this week, I think. Have we? Yeah, maybe on my YouTube channel or something, but a I few see. people recommended it. They say if you don't like The Walking Dead but you like Train to Busan, okay. this is kind of where it's at. So I might look into this. Cool. I'm yeah. going to put it on my list right now. Put it on your list, Mason. Oh, there, and it's right there. It's the first result when I put in the word Is Kingdom. it on Netflix? Yes. Great. Nice. Is it on our Netflix? Yes. We thought about it, so it'll be gone next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid it. so. Uh, Mr. Larsage has hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter. With the success of Spider-Man Life Stories, which other superheroes would you like to be uh, see be given the life stories as a treatment? Okay, so no, Life Story is the, mm. it's, it's the story of Spider-Man, uh, but, he, but he, his, his story begins in the 60s and he ages normally, right? Correct. That's the one. Uh, I reckon maybe Iron Man would be good okay. as like kind of the world... Moves on without him, or he becomes a horrible arms dealer, <laughs> or, that's, that's or he gets man. too arthritic to, to be in the suit anymore. Classic, Iron that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Could you do Captain America, or is it not really? The ear is too weird for that. Oh. It's like the forties, and then it's the modern day. Whenever that is in comics, yeah, right. Well, you could do forties there through the. But like Wendy one freeze. Oh, I see. That's point. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could do it. Still, <laughs> well, obviously. you could do Captain America life story, and he gets frozen in the forties, and then just it's just boring real world <laughs> for thirty years. <laughs> just, yeah. just watch and read that. Yeah, mm. all his friends die wondering. Yeah. What happened to that guy? What happened to that guy? He was in the ice. He fell yeah. in the ice. Yeah, I know, but they don't know that. That's true. If they knew, they'd go get him. They would get him out of that ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Boy, if we knew where he was, it's just a lot of characters going. If we knew where he was, we would definitely get him out yeah. of what situation he's but in. But I think if you knew he fell in the ice mm. and you were a regular person, yeah. you wouldn't get him. No. Because you'd think he was dead. It's also true, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They accidentally found him, didn't yeah. they? Or in some versions, a lot of versions. They're like, what's this? It's Captain America for some reason. Yes, exactly. That yeah. was the exact dialogue. <laughs> uh, what, other, what other Marvel characters? What about the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I don't. I mean, they would go from swinging sixties yes. to less swinging modern day. Yeah, you know. Would you do like the ultimate version as well, or any of that? No. Yeah. Because no. you know he turns bad. Yes. Reed Richards is yes. a bad guy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What do you do? Definitive time periods for Fantastic Four. I mean, you do like swinging sixties. You do spousal abuse, and that's your first issue. Yes. And then what? Are, what else you do? You do the robot. Maybe the robot. Point. Absolutely sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you. I don't know. Whatever other things. Yes. Doctor Doom gets more and more insane and technologically advanced, and you're like, this guy gets worse every year. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know if I don't Wolverine know. would work. Well, see, it's harder, it's harder for, for long-lived characters, and it's probably harder for less iconic characters. Sure, the way okay. it works, the way It works well for Spider-Man just because, uh, you know. Well, he's always been very famous, and even if – because in every decade of Spider-Man stories – there's enough good stuff in that decade where you go, you could base something around that. Yes, I'm not saying exactly. other characters don't also have that, but he's got a lot of like, you could give me a Spider-Man decade and I could name the famous thing from that decade. That's true, And yeah. a lot of other characters, I'd be like, what did the Hulk do in the 80s? I don't fucking know. He just, had that big mountain? I don't know. <laughs> what did he, he do? Just, he stabbed a lot of people? He stabbed a lot of people. You could do Cap Wolf. You could do Punisher life story, I guess. Yeah. Wasn't the Punisher... Ages in real time. He sort he? of does, yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's kind of it's kind vet. of vague, mm. but we're still in the era where he 
Yes. Yeah, that he he was a Vietnam vet and then he's so he's in his 60s now, I guess. But it depends on the artist and it depends on yeah. what they need him to do for the story, I guess. You know who he could do? Who's that? Captain Marvel. Yeah. You take her through, you know, the the origin of her powers, how she's like the the girlfriend of the original Captain, Captain Marvel original or Captain whatever. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And then how she becomes Ms. Marvel and then, you know, the rogue thing happens to her and she yeah. becomes her own kind of independent Captain Marvel character. And, I like it. Yeah. Or you could do the X-Men. I've heard of the X-Men. No, like the X-Men growing up. So they start, some start as students and they grow up and they become teachers and some die and some keep whatever. I think the X-Men would be a good one to do. Yes. You know, you start with Magneto, you know, in the 50s and 60s as as like an Auschwitz survivor mm-hmm. and then, you know, go from there. doesn't sound great. I know it sounds like <laughs> that sounds bad. But I mean, like, I think there's some interesting stories within the X-Men that you could definitely tell really. How about Howard the Duck? He starts as a duck. How does he end? He continues being a duck. Or, and he gets switched out at some point. Correct. He goes over to another universe. Yes. But that's a story for another day that we already did. I guess you could do Thor. You could do Donald Blake. And, but he's all, again, that long live thing you talk about. Yeah, Like right, he's uh-huh. old, he's young, he's riding a ghost. Yeah, it also kind of doesn't work if the character never really gets I mean if you know if 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 the character is still in the prime of their life 50 years later yeah. it's just modern day Thor as an yeah. example yeah but i guess like spider-man's still in the prime of his life now but they age him up for it so you just make those adjustments that's for true whatever yeah. anyway whatever uh but you wouldn't cuz it's Thor anyway <laughs> is that the end of the show or yes. you got something else well we've got one email here maybe we'll talk about this next week this might be the topic oh. for next week this is from Ivan he says, uh, long emails ahoy. It's true. It is very long email, but we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dig out the meat of it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Keep it brief. Uh, really enjoy the show. He says, our brewery recently closed down and switched to only delivery, so I've been listening to you guys a lot lately, and your wit and humor has greatly lifted my spirits in these trying and uncertain times. You're very welcome. And it's good that, uh, yes? I was just going to say, I was working past a bottle shop the other day, and this dude who was like, you know, mid-40s, he's probably got a 1,000 kids or whatever, and he's walking up to the bottle. Oh, it's yeah. Good Friday. Bear that in mind. Uh-huh. And you see, like, you just need the six-pack for the end of the day. It's locked because it's Good Friday. And I just see him just go, God fucking damn it. <laughs> just to himself, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I wanted to be like, it's all closed. It's Good Friday. What are you doing? <laughs> wow. Maybe it's a good time to quit drinking. No, but you, he did do, you didn't do it because that's you in a year. <laughs> yeah, that's so me in a year. That's you in a year. Yeah. You'll have a thousand kids. <laughs> uh, anyway, it says, you guys should do an episode, uh, a showdown featuring battles between two comic book movie characters played by the same actor. So yes. as an example, it might be. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has played both Deadpool and Green Lantern, so we yeah. play those guys off each other and uh, and see who wins. So next week, guess what? What superhero movie showdown? Whatever oh, we do, or comic yeah, book okay. showdown. I like it. We're going to do one of those suggestions based around that. Let's say yes. But it's just what also whatever you want. If you can think of two compelling characters going up against each other, fictional characters, movie characters, comic book characters. Uh, it's characters from the TV show, uh, tr- tr- um, the one we mentioned earlier, the weird one. It's set in the nineties, and then they did a revival. It was, it was famous. Navy? No, Mason. You, we just talked about it. You're going to watch an episode this week. It's not worth Twin me Peaks. explaining it any Twin, further than this. Twin Peaks. Yeah. I knew. I <laughs> know <laughs> you son of a bitch. So yeah, uh, next week superhero showdown. I'm also going to be take. I'm going to throw it up there on Patreon. So get him in there. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. Send in a, a, an email. As always, if you have a better idea, let us know. Yeah, and if you, yeah, just whatever. It's fine. Also, if you've got it like a like a what-if scenario, one of the ones we often talk about ultimatum. is... Ultimatums. Ultimatums. If you say like, uh, 
What was the one again? Harrison Ford one? <laughs> if, you had to, one if you had to take away Harrison Ford's pilot's license or his earring, which would you rather do? Yes, exactly. Because he'll done that you. one. Also, do uh, uh, we prefer, but you know, really whatever. Inter- interesting character mashup, mashup. So it's not like Ultimate Captain America versus regular Captain America or movie Captain America versus comic book Captain America. It's like they're both Captain America. I don't know. Or like Miles Morales, Spider-Man versus a different Spider-Man. <laughs> they're both Spider-Man. I don't know. So like interesting pairings I quite like. What we need ultimately is two characters that James in his sleep deprived, I'm just about to have a baby mind, cannot confuse during the matchup. <laughs> exactly. Because he will... And then he'll have to edit it down himself. People will email. I will not help. Consistent, uh, consistently. I, yes. don't, I don't edit it. So, yeah, that'll be next week. Cool. Unless, of course, another thing. Unless a surprise movie comes out this week. Oh. Which it won't. Mm. Anyways, is that the show? I think that's the whole Wrap show. Wrap it up. Thank you. <laughs> He's given me the helicopter because we've got to get on Wrap our... Wrap it up. We've got to I've, get on I've our gonna, separate I've helicopters. A, I've got a big cane to hook him off stage with. That's right. <laughs> I've got to take a helicopter ride with one of the listeners tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everybody, for continuing to listen. Yeah, we really uh, appreciate it. We, we hope it. that uh, everybody's getting through this strange time we live in. Boy, is uh, it. We hope we're helping out in some small way. That mm. uh, would be, would be uh, terrific. It's important to us that we think we're helping you. Absolutely, because otherwise <laughs> what are we doing? We're adrift. We're saying nonsense into the internet. That's not helping anybody. Nah. But it's helping a man at a brewery. That's but right. not the man who went to the brewery and it was closed. <laughs> Still funny. It's Good Friday. Why would it be open? What was he thinking? Uh, Stock up, mate. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, you probably did. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody, for, for listening and for telling a friend and subscribing and yeah. leaving us a nice review. James, do you have a nice review? You know there? I do, Mason. It's as simple as doing it in-app. It really helps the show. Uh, this is from Be- uh, Ben V. Chungo Bucket. It says, nice. top-notch pod- podcasting. Top-notch uh, name. Yeah, I know. I've been a fan and listener since 2016 and have stuck, ar- stuck around for a reason. These guys put it uh, on a great show every week and a brilliant commentary on all things comics, movies, TV, and video games. Check out the YouTube channel for more weekly content and excellent visuals and animations. You can do something like that. Or oh, this is from CM Glue. Uh, funny. just says funny. Huh. It's five stars. From Mr. Glue. CM Glue. Huh. Do you think he's like Mr. Glass? No. Huh. Well, you bones know him. He's, he's your got, friend, isn't he? Yeah, he's got sticky bones. Okay, well, then like, you would like know Mr. him better Glass. than that. Yeah. <laughs> sticky That's bones. Right. Yeah. What's the opposite of having sticky bones? Unsticky bones. Sleek bones. Loose bones. <laughs> anyway. I try to keep those two apart. Oh, but, my goodness. You know, it's it's difficult because I'm always, I'm hanging out with a different bunch of listeners. Yeah. So sometimes they're, they're, those guys are going to meet eventually. Uh, no doubt they are. Yeah. Uh, Just let them fight. Stand back. I th- yeah. yeah. I think that's probably for the best. <laughs> Uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. As I said, uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can yeah. go to planetbroadcasting.com. You can sign up to the newsletter from the great Rob Collings. This week, Rob Collings put up, he animated an entire hate mail segment. Top. Yes, he did. And his animations, wow, leaps and bounds. Yeah. I'm so impressed. He's, he's Raw Collings on Twitter. He's also at The Weekly Planet on yes. Twitter. He's Raw Collings on YouTube, so check that out. He edits Suggestible every week, my other less successful podcast I do with my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want just to see, see people yelling at each other, <laughs> I mean, you could get that here, but... Yeah, that's right. You want to see me yelling at someone else and have someone else yeah. yelling at me? You can't, you can't make me sleep on the couch, so... <laughs> That's right, you make your pregnant wife sleep on the couch. No, I didn't misspeak. That's what you do. You're a bad man. I know. Uh, you can, anyway, planetbroadcasting.com, you can uh, ha- uh, sign up to the newsletter. You can look at all the podcasts on the yes, Planet Broadcasting 
Network. Uh, you can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group if you want to. Yeah, we're all in isolation, but you can hang out with some people virtually, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah. Uh, have some n- nice conversations about pop cultural stuff. Um, 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 um. Um, um. Yeah, um, exactly. On uh, on uh, Twitter, I am Wikipedia Brown. And on Instagram, I'm Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. James, you are Mr. Sunday Movies. Every day, every, everywhere. Every day and everywhere. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, everybody's doing it tough, but if you could chuck in a buck, that would be so But obviously, if you can't, situations, then just, just you know, listen to the podcast because we would appreciate that. Yeah. That, that. That's all we need is, again, the illusion that we are helping in some way. So. Which we are not, just to clarify. Wait, what? Yeah, just to clarify. Oh. Yeah. Well, that was a cruel clarification, but Thank I'll take you. it. <laughs> uh, you can also go to the Amazon affiliate link in the episode description. Everybody needs yep. some stuff. Everybody needs stuff home delivered. So if you're going to do that, do it through our, our Amazon affiliate link. And, we appreciate uh, it. It works out well for everybody. That's right. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. You can get some T-shirts on Tee Public. You may not be leaving the house for a while, but you know what? Get one in, get one in a size up. Yeah. Pajimmy Jami shirt. You know? Where is a Pajimmy Jami shirt? There's a logo on it. Go it's good, be- isn't it? Go to bed with James and Meso. Mm. Sleep all on right. the couch with James and Meso. All right, all right. Yeah. Just once. Pajimmy Jami shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the whole show, I reckon. Yeah, yeah uh, next week, that thing we said. The thing we said. Unless and we think of a better idea. That's right. And the three bits of news which will happen during the week. <laughs> that's right. I said that now, there'll probably be a million things. Oh, I cannot wait. But I hope it's not. Now that I've said that, it's the opposite. Mm. But now that I've said... Let's end the show. See you next <laughs> week, everyone. <laughs> Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you real soon. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.